Hello, this is Lukan, and this is what happened last time. I dreamt again of a dandelion at the end of a bridge, surrounded by hills. Then I woke up early, bothered by my mistrust of Relop, and my concern that the plans for more weapons of mass destruction may lie in the ruins south of the lake. I rented a boat, and I rowed towards Meridor on my own. When I reached the tunnels, the rest of the party was already there, transported by the gnomish wizard standing among them, Pogaben. After re-entering the Arsenaeum, we fought an apparition of the venomous troll that we had previously fought there. We removed the remaining bronze tablets and found three more hidden formulas. We mentioned the name given to us by an orc prisoner on our first trip to Meridor, Adgud, the warlord who wanted the siege weapons. Pagaben made it very clear that these weapons cannot fall into the hands of the orcs. So Relop conceded, and we destroyed the new formulas. We loaded up the boat with tablets, the rest of the group teleported back to Fire's Heart, and I started the journey north across Lake Umbrum. Merc, you're walking through Fire's Heart, you have a big bronze plaque in your arms. Imagine I'm carrying it like a piece of plywood on the one shoulder, you know, holding it, using the offhand to balance it. Sounds right. Probably hitting a couple kids on the, on the head as I turn around to do things. It's gotten kind of stormy. It's been overcast a little bit, and now suddenly it started to rain, and there's a little mm-hmm. bit of lightning on the horizon. And so it just got dark suddenly. It's only about mid-afternoon, but it's been sort of progressively darker, but just really just within the last few minutes, it suddenly... Seems like nighttime, even though it's probably not quite there yet. And you're on your way to the stores, and as you step up to the entrance, there's two paladins you're used to seeing. They kind of see the plaque that you're carrying. It looks like the ones that you had brought in before, and so they sort of turn to let you in. And out of the door comes a kind of tall, gaunt gentleman. He has silver flowing hair that's that's flipped back over his ears. He has one dark eye, and the other one looks blind, kind of milky. And he just sort of stands in front of you and looks at the plaque and puts his hood up and starts to walk by. He doesn't really necessarily strike you as as anybody that you've seen previously in town. There's just something about the way he looks at you that you don't love. Well, moving on. I dropped the plaque off. And what I need to see about my uh, copies I had requested earlier. The cleric that you're talking to, you're talking to Cole. He's kind of got a beard and a little bit stout kind of looks through you for a minute and yeah, all right kind of blinks and shakes his head i'm sorry hey i'm dropping this plaque off and i was looking for somebody to maybe talk about those copies that i requested yesterday oh are you okay yes i'm sorry i i just kind of not with you for a minute there i guess so the yeah copies from the plaque yeah oh yeah the math mathematics yes yeah yeah you okay I know I sound like a parrot or something, but like, are you okay? Like, you you really seem out of it. I just, I'll, I'm sorry, a little disoriented, I guess. I'd, Who was the last person he spoke to? He kind of blanks out again. I, Did you I, speak to a man with silver hair and one good eye? Yes. Yeah, that was who I was, yes. Well, what did he talk about with him? I can't remember. He just left. Do you want me to fetch him? Oh, I'm sure it's fine. I, I think I've been studying too long. I don't think that's something that's normal for you. Well, studying too long is definitely an issue, but 
Yeah, I'm not sure exactly. Maybe I need a little rest. But yes, stay here and I'll I'll find your, your papers. Goes off into the tunnels, basically. Hey, wait patiently. Okay. Somebody else comes back. Another cleric that you have, mm-hmm. you, you can't remember his name, but he was just sort of, he, you've seen him in here before. And he says, yeah, so we, it was Brother Thurman asked us to, to put these together for you. Is that correct? Yes. I think that these are the ones that you're looking for. He hands over these scrolls. Look at them. Do they look right with the... Yeah. It's big parchment to almost match the plaque. Like, you to use it, you know, you'd probably put it out on the floor oh, and wow. stand over it. This is not what I was expecting. Okay. I roll it up and put it in a pouch or a backpack or something. I'm not sure I have it myself. Yeah. Probably yeah. kind of sticks out of your backpack. You're right with that? No, I'm not okay with that. It's about <laughs> the rain. Okay. You're going to fold it up a little bit? I'll, yeah, I'll fold it up multiple times if I have to. All right. Better be folded than wet, I imagine. And then, uh, was it, uh, what was the name of that rich guy? Cogram? Oh, C- Cogram Disram? Yeah. Where does he live? Well, he lives in the keep. The keep? That's, and I, can I see? Do I know where the keep is? Yeah, it's, it's the biggest building in town. It's this big walled manor. I imagine I'll have a little chat with him before it gets too late. And I'll leave. I'm going to keep an eye out for Mr. One-Eye. Okay. Hold down to the docks. It started to rain on you a little bit. Uh, Sitting there with your beer. Yeah, I'm not terribly put up. I am going to just kind of sit, dangle my feet off the edge of the dock while I'm waiting for Luke to show up. Hood up. Hood up. Sipping. Got a little small, like, pony cask. There <laughs> that I'll just occasionally dip into. And back at Pogabens, he's been writing you this letter to go to his mentor, but he keeps deciding that he doesn't like the way he's wording it, and so he keeps crumpling them up and throwing them off to the side. How long have we been waiting? It's probably been a good, since we left you, it's probably been a good hour at this point. Relop has been looking through his scrolls, he's you know working on this spell that he's trying to transcribe, and Pogman just keeps, no, 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 sort of crumpling it up, and then Getting his quill out and new piece of paper. Is there anything of interest in here to look around at? I would assume so. <laughs> Since it's kind of a wizard's lab. Yeah, but... you know, he, he has he has a handful of trinkets. He has a lot of taxidermy, little, uh, mostly like little critters. Mm. So like, you know, squirrels and ravens and things like that. He does have a good number of books. Most of the books are kind of arcane. And if you sort of look at the spine or anything, there's not a lot to tell you what's inside them. And he does have a couple of skulls. One of them's human, or like, you know, presumably human, and one of them actually has horns on it. She'll wait a respectful amount of time, and if he's not seeming to be able to find the correct words, mm-hmm. she'll go over to Relop and... How much time are you going to spend here? Well, until he gets done with the letter, probably head over to the Blessing and Barrel. You're not going to stay here and work on your spell? Well, that's what I've been doing, yeah. Oh, I didn't know if you could move while doing it. I thought... Well, I mean, this is just as good a place as I need to work on it. Sure. He could help you out with certain aspects if they're difficult. Yeah. If you need to go someplace, I can... Yeah, just if you could maybe get the letter from him when he's ready. Sure. I have some things I need to do around town, but I didn't know when to interrupt him to... Or if he'd be disrespectful. Do you think he'd be disrespectful? I don't know that he'd even notice he'd read it up. (laughs) (laughs) I will say something anyway, but if you could just... Get it from him. That'd be yep. great. Thank you. And she'll go over to him while he's in her writing. Uh, Master Pagabin? Yeah. <laughs> I was like distracting him out of... Yeah, it kind of stops. Yeah. Like, oh, what? what? That's a big quill. Oh, I just wanted to thank you so much for your help today. Uh, Master Relop, and she's going to point over to him, is going to stay here until your letter is finished? 
and I can take it to your master when you're done, okay? Oh, very well, very well. Thank you. So she'll just kind of make her way, kind of look at Relop and nod, and then... On your way out the door, you hear crumpling of paper again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as you step outside, Dan, because uh, he's he's kind of underground, yeah. And so when you, when you come upstairs, you didn't realize that it was raining, raining. but it's it's fully raining as you get to hit the door. Okay, so kind of cloak cloak uh, hood up, make her way out in the little muddy streets. Anywhere in particular? You going back to the um, inn? No, she wants to go stores of knowledge. Eventually, did we hear anything about a jewelers or anything like that along the way? Jewelers in town? Yeah. Or she could ask around for it, maybe. We haven't been to one. Yeah, there? not yet. I don't think so. I was trying to remember if I made it as part of my shopping list before, but I don't think I did. Yeah, I and I'm I trying was, to remember. I thought there was the orc uh, with the play. That was where I got that's, the acid. That's the general store. That's the general oh, store. Okay. I do want to go there at some point. And it's, you said it's mid-afternoon, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's hard to tell with the rain the way it is. Yes. It's probably maybe pushing more more towards late afternoon. Okay. But yeah, she might go over there in the evening because she kind of wants to see one of the plays at some point. But I was just going to grab a, just for nothing that needs to be role played. But I just want a one thousand gold worth of diamonds so that I can do race dead when I need to. I was going to keep at least one on deck. I don't know if we need more than that, but someone is dying tonight. <laughs> <Yes>. Just in <laughs> case, <laughs> and I don't have the spell prepped, but I can wait ten days. The joke is, uh, it's on us. It's going to be Zan that dies, and uh, we won't have a way to get her back up. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh, don't worry. We're, we're not I'll good. <laughs> There isn't actually a jeweler per se, but okay. there is a shop called Orison's, which sells potions and incense and right. other, other reagents for trinkets yes. or, or you know trinkets for spell. Yes, it, yes, yes. It's specifically a divine spellcasting place, and Perfect. so they they would have great would have that on. She there. will go there. You do notice that that where you're used to going because there's a lot of mining, com- you know, like you've mm-hmm. got Fermius, the the actual mining community that feeds Lucidum. Yeah, you're used to seeing lots of options. It's pretty sparse here. Okay. So you're going to be able to get like one set of that. Yeah. Beyond that, they probably wouldn't be able to fill your okay. needs. That's fine. And they do tell you that they do sometimes get shipments from, from the Mountain Kingdom, and that's a lot, of, a lot of where they get that kind of fare. Okay. So I can get a, a thousand worth to do one raise dead? Yeah. Yep. Okay. I'll do yep. that. You, you kind of bankrupt them on that, or yeah. you, know, you <laughs> sell them out, I mean. Yeah. Okay. Beautiful. And then I would like to go to the Swords of Knowledge. Okay. Uh, I think I had a plaque too, didn't I? We all were carrying one when we teleported, didn't we? Yeah, did you take it with you? Yeah, I'll take it with me. Place? Well, did Pagabin want mine? I forget. He, he did want to look at them. Then I'll leave it That was kind of what he Let did. him he's, handle it. He said I'll get them there eventually. Yeah, I'll let him handle it. I actually just listened to that part today because yeah. I couldn't remember how he ended. I couldn't either. <laughs> so, but yeah, he, he basically said, we'll get it there eventually. Okay. And and actually, somebody actually was like, oh, that's kind of what we said too. It's fine. I think yeah. it was actually Merck. He's like, yeah, we did the same. Yep, yep. So, okay. She'll leave that there to, for him to do that. But then she'll go to the stores of knowledge herself. Okay. You do see Merc on the way. Okay. Where are you high five. <laughs> they just high five and that's yeah. it. Crip high five. Go back. No, no words. They have that spoken. relationship now. Yeah, it's just high five. Yeah. Where are you off to? I'm going to uh, Cogram Distrums. It's uh, that keep over there, over yonder. And he points in the general direction as well. Look over. Okay. That's the the mathematician. Yeah, that's what they say. We'll see. Do you need someone to go with you, or are you good? No, I should be fine. All right. Well, I'll be at the stores of knowledge if anybody needs me. Okay. Noted. All right. She'll make her way. And I go toward the keep without a cloak. For some reason, I'm pretty sure my guy does not have a cloak. (laughs) (laughs) So Merc gets to the keep, this big gate on this stone wall. And the wall is probably 10 feet tall. Like, it is huge. And you actually, literally, while you're standing there, you're pretty sure lightning hits inside. 
just and you know, like you can feel it. It shakes. And there's no knocker or anything like that. It's just a big wall with a gate. Is the gate locked? It is locked. I uh, rattle a little bit and I yell, Hey, anyone in there? You don't get any response. Well, uh, that's frustrating. How does one make a appointment with this guy? I uh, look around. No knocker, nothing out. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a keep. Just the it's one just, way in. Yep. It looks like it's the one way in and it's locked. Plus, it's getting stormy and so it's even probably even harder to hear because you know there's lightning and thunder so my options are pull the hole go over the wall or uh see if i can find somebody to put me in touch with them well that's frustrating i recommend option one <laughs> i'm gonna go with option two what could go wrong you have 100 hit points i mean you won't die if you fall oh, i'm not worried about falling oh well. <laughs> I'm assuming that's going to happen. I go back to the stores of knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Zan, you get to the stores of knowledge first, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Paladins give you a nod. Sure. Kind of let you through. At this mm-hmm. point, they're familiar enough with the group that they're not really seeming to stop you. We have our library cards. Yeah. <laughs> Currently, no over. I think once you go to like, if you wanted to research again, they might, you know, at that point, they would talk to you about like tithing yep. and that, that, you know, the, yeah. the fees that they charged you previously. But as far yeah. as like entry, it's not an issue. That's what she's looking for. She's going to talk to Cole. Okay. Same as before, where you see yeah. all of these firelit tunnels and kind of weird winding walkways and just piles of books everywhere. You find him mm-hmm. basically looking over a pile of scrolls and he seems to be looking for something in particular. He pulls a scroll open and then closes it and sets it aside and he's kind of methodically looking through. Brother Cole? Uh, yes. Uh, Zenefia. Yes. What are you looking for? Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm looking for a, a scroll that I have let lay somewhere and I think it's in this pile. Something important? Oh, not particularly. Does the stores have a large amount of information on medicine from the First Empire? I think it probably has some things that we could find. I don't know if I would say large amount of information, but we could certainly look. Looking for trying to heal a wound that won't close by magical means? I thought hmm. maybe the First Empire people may have run into something like that? A wound created by dark magic or knock or tenebris or something? One of his eyebrows goes up. Yeah. Interesting. Well, we could certainly look. We'll probably get started on that sort of research project as soon as possible. Sure. You know, of course, the powers that be will ask for of course. fees, much much like before. But certainly, uh, um, I can kind of steer you in that direction. We'll try to find a pile that seems to be in that realm. Wonderful. I'll work with the usual network that I worked with last time. All right. So she's just going to get that started. She just wants to get the ball rolling on it. Sure. And obviously, I assume you know what that's for. Mm-hmm. So Merc comes walking in wet and irritated <laughs> about, you know, probably a half hour later because he spent some time yeah. pounding on the door. And Do I see him? Uh, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I think you would hear him enter. He's stealthy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't stealth. He's like <laughs> dripping and slamming his feet on the floor, kind of shaking himself off. Yeah, so she's kind of piling a few scrolls on like Cole's arms, and she's like, just take it to the table. You know, and then she'll come running over. Do you not have a cloak? What is wrong with you? No, I don't have a cloak. It's fine. <laughs> it's what armor's for. It protects you from everything. <laughs> uh, I point to one of the paladins like, hey, how do you get a hold of this Cogram Disroom guy? No luck getting in the keep? Oh, no. Terrible. (laughs) (laughs) 
Huh. Kagram, this room is one of the... The paladin doesn't even get to respond because one of the clerics chimes in. Kagram, this room is a little bit of a hermit. He doesn't just take audience. Oh, Where did you one. even get his name? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> That's a does I remember. All right. Probably <laughs> <laughs> Pogaman or somebody important told me. Well, I think that Brother Thurman probably has ways of contacting him. Well, maybe it was Brother Thurman, Thurman that told me about him then. I wouldn't imagine that Pogaman would be an unwise choice to ask as well. I could see if Brother Thurman is available. Well, that'd be excellent. I'd appreciate it. We need a little information from him for a few other things as well, so if you could. You're going to help her research a little bit while you wait? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> Probably not touch too much stuff because like, probably like a dog right at this point. He starts like dripping on some things. Yeah. Like, okay, stand over here. You 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 sit that way. <laughs> so relap, you're in the middle of it. It's been a couple more hours at this point, and you're really interested by something that you find. And you know, it's it's, it's always a bit of a discovery when you're when you're transcribing over a spell, trying to make sense of things, and you're very lost in your work. And suddenly, this letter sort of gets in your field of vision you know it's like he just sort of holds it in between the paper that you're working or the in this case the leather that you're tinkering with oh uh yeah hey is this uh is this letter that zan's looking for it is i sealed it it's got a little look at the back of it yeah. it's got a little red wax on it it's got a little seal the symbol looks a little bit like a nose okay yeah i appreciate the letter what what's the name of the wizard... It's going to Renwell. Renwell, thank you. So it's a W, mind you. Oh, right. you like Renwell. I'm sure I will. He seems like a decent fellow. We're just heading over to Rontman. Is there anything we should know on the way there? Well, I would always watch the roads. There's a lot of smuggling and there are some bandits along the way. There's a lot of trade that goes along the road between Crosshair Post, Rontman, here, and the Mountain Kingdom. And so... It's always important to watch yourself. In fact, we're, they've been contacting me about some of this grain going south. Yes, I believe And that's... talking about how they're going to protect it. I hear there were ogres on the road. There were. We dealt with them as best we could, but they seemed to pop up wherever, so... Well, I'm sure you made it an easier travel. Made it a certain distance, and then somehow uh, we'd encountered the roaming wood. Have you heard of it or read about that? The roaming wood? Yeah. Did you go in? Against my will, but yeah, we went in. It seems to be some sort of portal to the Feywild. Hmm. What'd you find? We found, I believe, one of the Star Dungeons in Princeholm. I believe they've got a dimension that's housing a wizard there. I'm sorry, Star Star what? It's uh, called the Star Dungeons. You know how the Lucites are not keen on wizards mm-hmm. and magic use? They managed to capture a wizard by the name of... Pulo. Hmm. And they've got him in a sort of extra planar prison that I believe dumps out into the Feywild. That is interesting. It was interesting. Where This was in the middle of the forest? Yeah. Was it moving? It seemed to move, although it was fairly large, so... And it moved slowly. Which direction was it headed? It was headed west, and through the forest. So it could be south of us. It could be. It was moving fairly slowly, though. I'm gonna go see. (laughs) I've got to see this. 
I don't know. Would I know approximately? No, I mean, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's been a while now, too. Yeah. It, it's worth a look. I'm going. Right. Okay. Do you know, is there any way we could trade these tablets that we discovered in Morador for access to the stores of knowledge or access to the spells in the stores of knowledge? Who do I talk to about getting spells around here? There's a shop or two in town that sells them. In fact, sometimes they, I will scribe a few things for them, and there's a few other lesser wizards in town. But I think it might be worth asking. Okay. I mean, I've got this spell, another that I need to scribe as well, but there's some some standards that I'm just some basic spells that I'm missing and be interested in seeing how I go about filling out my list, as it were. Certainly. I think you've got a good bargaining chip. Well, hopefully it'll at least discount the cost. I thank you for the letter. I look forward to meeting this Renwell. I thank you for the adventure, and maybe the one ahead of me. Well, don't go too crazy in there. Time got a little weird. How so? How did it get weird? I don't remember. We got here faster. (laughs) Oh, it was, yeah. Time there runs slower than time here. I'm sold. I'm going to check it out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'll go ahead and excuse myself and... Before you even get out the door, you see that he gets out, like, this pack, and he starts, like, throwing just stuff in the pack. Like, <laughs> just, like, random right. stuff, too. Like, you're like, why would he take that stuffed crow with him? And, right. you know, he's just, like, pushing stuff in. Is it getting towards the afternoon or evening? At this or? point, it's definitely early evening. Okay. I'll head over to the uh, Blessing and Barrel and keep working on getting Scrying over. All right. Lucan. <laughs> yes. You are very, very wet. Yeah. It has been raining on you for the last few hours as you row across the lake. Thankfully, the lake is relatively calm in the first place. There's not much of a current or anything like that, but you're just kind of getting a little bit on the miserable side. And when you come up on the docks at the north shore of Lake Umbrum, you can see the slab above the city and all of these stone cities, and there's just fire everywhere. And, you know, the rain doesn't matter with this fire because most of it's not real. It's magical. And as you come up on the docks, Holg is sitting, legs hanging over the side, and he's got a big stein and a little cask next to him. See you rowing up. Ahoy! And I pull out an extra stein. Thirsty? I'm good, thanks. I... Hold the hand out. You want to uh, hand over a rope? We can tie this off and uh, get back to the inn. I'm going to roll insight check to see if he's going to pull a prank. <laughs> 16. Not lying. Sure, old. Thanks. Uh, I start tied it off. What were you thinking? I mean, this is this is impulsive for you. True. Relapse, I- conversation... Okay, so you didn't agree with him, but to just run off on your own like that? At least you could have taken Zan. And while we might not get along, I would have gone with you. If I would have ran across you that morning, I would have let you go, but I just wanted to make sure I got there before anybody. I was too worried they were going to get into the wrong hands. Right, but that's reckless. That's, That's not you. Maybe I'm learning a little bit from you. Oh, that's flattering. He smiles. You want that drink now? Did you spit in this? (laughs) (laughs) Ask that for real. (laughs) 
Do I want this drink? It'll probably at least warm you up more than this steady rain that gave you so much time to think about your actions. Lucan, you can tell that he's been here a long time. He's drenched. Yeah, he takes the drink. I have tablets with me, right? Doesn't this boat have a bunch yeah. of tablets? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to help me get these tablets to the stores of knowledge? Yeah, let's do that, and then we can go get warmed up. Sounds good. Everybody doing okay? For the most part, it seems like it, but I, I think you and your sister maybe need to have a conversation. Hmm. What about this little wizard fellow that showed up? Seemed trustworthy as the time went on. Yeah, I think he's more in, interested in his studies than anything else, so... Yeah, okay. He's going to uh, look around and see if he can find a cart to rent, and then they'll just load up all the tablets. Yeah, you kind of have to knock on a few doors because of the rain, but yeah, definitely get that done. Okay. While he's doing that, I'll go ahead and I'll start pulling the tablets out so they're just at least up on the dock. Mm-hmm. Which is a little tricky, too. You know, it's like balancing the bar <laughs> yeah, and lift like, it up, you know. It's a really yeah. heavy pet We do it without any big, you know. Yeah. And they're wet, so. Nothing yeah. ends up at the I, bottom I, of the just lake. just check them up. Yeah. <laughs> so, Relop, he's still sitting. He's, he's, he's nice and warm. Everybody else is a little bit a little bit wet. I guess Anne's probably fine at this point. Yeah. And Merc is just starting to dry off a little bit. You've been sitting at the inn, and you're sitting right next to the fire, and you're feeling great. And it's a real fire. It's right. not just some you know illusionary fire like a lot of the stuff you see here. And you're doing your driving. Meanwhile, everybody else ends up at the stores together because Lucan and Holg show up with this wagon. We unload the plaques that they have, and you guys see that Merc and Zan are apparently doing some sort of research together. Together might be a stretch. I don't know. I'm not going to be involved as I need to be. Sure. Do you have any medical background? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this book has pictures. He doesn't, but you do recognize that he has. A, he's really good with linguistics. Right. It's a thing, right? Yeah. And so there are times where sometimes the wording of things or the, the root word of something might actually be something that he, he sort of sparks in and says, oh, that probably means this. So there's an odd moment here or there where you're like, huh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And you're kind of reminded that he's a noble, too, right? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't use that word. <laughs> <laughs> you are. Were. Yeah, work. So, yeah, she's going to keep working. Yeah, we kind of just drop off the tablets and give okay. everybody a head nod if they see him. I mean, I imagine they have more than a few. I'll go help them if unload so they yeah. can get out of there faster. Sure. Yeah. Is Thurman showing up yet at all, or how long have you been waiting for him? It's yeah, it's been a long time. They they basically said like, well, we'll you know we'll see if he can show up, and sure. you know at this point a couple hours have gone by, and Merck's just kind of been helping you as you're looking for things. So finally, just about that time, so Lucan and Merck are kind of pulling the last one in, and and Holt is sort of standing there like warming up a little bit. Thurman comes walking back out of what seems to be deeper into the storage. You didn't think that was going to be the case. It's been hours, right? I'm assuming you're here about the eye. One of the reasons, yes. Wait. Oh, crap. You still have it? No. We were wondering if maybe you knew what was happening. Did someone take it? Yes. He's about this tall, has silver hair, and one janky eye. When did you see him? He was on my way out. I didn't realize what he did. Somebody had messed with Cole when I came in. I didn't know what it was about, but he seemed really out of it and discombobulated like he didn't know anything what was going on like when you first got here yes thurman says brother cole kind of asked him to come over 
He was kind of waiting for you to... The eye is missing? Yeah, that eye that we brought. Do you know anything about the eye? Brother Cole says, Remember that man. And you sort of see this look of recognition on his face, and he says, Yes. Do you know his name? No, but he asked me for the eye, and I went in, and I got him the eye. I I didn't remember that until you just brought it up, but I, I gave him that eye. How long ago was this, Mark? Four hours, I, two hours, I, and he kind of turns to his superior yeah. and he says, "I'm, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't under, I, I don't know why I did that." And he's, you know, he kind of the Thurman kind of puts his hand on his shoulder and he says, "Something was happening. You were being charmed, clearly." And he kind of looks him in the eye, and then Cole kind of takes a breath. Why didn't you say anything about this, Merc? What's to say? I saw a strange man. You thought Cole was mind controlled. I didn't know. He seemed off foot, but he he had trouble remembering a little bit. But like, I knew something was up, but I didn't know what was up. We should describe him. Get get Brother Torian involved. See if we can't find him. He might still be in the city. Yeah, I can go start looking now. All right. Yeah. Merc, go with him and see if you can organize some sort of search. Try Hole, to find who he is. Hole, you want to go? Yeah, I guess. Oh, he's going to go ahead and just place his cask on the check-in desk and put the two <laughs> mugs on top. Keep Hole. an eye on that. Hulk, <laughs> if this guy wants to hide, he might want to use the underworld elements of the city. Maybe check with those renegade people you were telling me about. Oh, yeah. He might be trying out. to smuggle his way out of here by there. Or at least they may why? know who he is. If he can charm somebody like Hulk, why won't he just charm his way out? It does take work to charm, though. He might want to be laid low for a little bit. It leaves a trail. He clearly walked in the city, got the thing, wants to stop him from just walking out. Would like to uh, take some time to describe his appearance as okay. best as I can to Thurman or anybody who's been able to describe him so they can get the word out. Okay. Tall, gaunt, silver, long, kind of flowing silver hair, and one dark eye and one milky eye. Right. Apparently the information in this place isn't very well protected. You know, like if there was weapons of mass destruction in here. <laughs> okay, we get your point. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. All right. Just thought I'd do Just check him. That's a bold move, Cotton. <laughs> All right. Okay, so I was going to ask about the eye. Now I don't have to do that anymore. What else do we have here? We had something else. You were going to speak to him about the... Oh, right. I need to speak to uh, Cogram this room while we're at it. I can certainly send word to Cogram and see if he'd be willing to talk to you. Is it about something scientific? Well, it's about the mathematics I had in your good uh, brother he... Xerox copy down. Okay, he'd be interested in that. That you've got to have a little bit of a reason to talk to him, or he won't be interested in speaking with you unless he can get something out of it. I have a lot of interesting facts about him, eh? Anyway, all right, let's go track down a silver-held man that had stolen eye. Yep. Also, wait, did I, we actually ever get a look at the eye? What did it look like? Was it like a gem? Was it like a gem? Was it pulled out of his bag? We saw it. Yeah, it, was it like looked a, like a yeah. It was just kind of a white gray stone. Oh. Did his eye look like a white gray stone, or did it look like a normal milky eye? Now that you think about that, it might have been the case. Hey, Relop. Relop. Relop is not there. How loud are you yelling? Relop is at the end. Oh, gosh darn it. <laughs> He's the only <laughs> one not there right now. Oh. I feel like Relop knew what that eye did. Let's go talk to Relop. Okay. Uh, hey, Lucan, you want to go swing by the rune gate? Sure. Go ahead and use your cloak to cover up some of that armor, though. Okay. Go to the rune gate. Merc, did you want to go to the room gate with us, or are you going to go find him? No, I'm going to go track this guy down. Do you want Max involved? We're going to try to track him down at the room gate. I'm sure Thurman's going to get uh, 
Max. Max and Brother Torian? Yeah, brother. Okay. Whatever he wants to go by these days. Alright. So I suppose we'll catch up with you in a little bit? Yeah, I'm going in the Blessing and Barrel for now, but we'll see where I end up. I can prepare Locate. Well, no, that won't work. I haven't seen him. Do you have any spells that would allow you to locate an object like a person? I have locate object now. I could locate object for the eye. That would be a start. That'll be tomorrow morning, though. I could do it. I had it ready because I was in Meridor looking for things. There you go. <laughs> so you saw the eye. We all saw that. Yeah, I think we all saw it. Right. Yeah, I pulled it out on the side of the lake, right? All right. You two are going to the inn. You're just going back to the Blessing and Barrel? I'm going to see what Rilop knows about that eye, because he identified it, I thought. Should we, okay. Should we stick with Merc? I think we got this. I don't know which team to go with. <laughs> go for oh, Brother, yeah. it'll be fine. No, I'll, I'll go to the end. It'll be f- we can split that way, and then I can do ascending to them when we find out any information. Okay. So we'll go. The room gate is going to be a little bit closer, so everybody kind of leaves, and Lucan and Holg show up at this hotel. You have not actually been in this hotel. Holg has been by it and kind of noted it as he sort of shadowed a couple of shady characters. And you're standing outside. The rain is actually starting to dissipate a little bit, which is nice. Now it's fully evening, but at least the rain's not beating on you. Uh, Lucan, I want you to be charismatic, but not too charismatic. (laughs) (laughs) And don't get offended by some of the characteristics of people in here that may insult your moral delicacy. Kids. Okay, hold on. <laughs> moral delicate. My fragile little mind will just I'm just saying, there's, there's a lot of times <laughs> you team tend to see the world in just black and white, and there's going to be a bit of gray around here. Alright. Do you want me to do the talking, or are you doing the talking? Probably have you asking questions, and I don't know, maybe I'll just look intimidating or something. Alright. So we walk into the inn. Right. Well, actually, right before we do, I want to cast Locate Object. Okay. I can do it three times. I thought it was a level three for me, but it's a oh, level okay. two. Thousand feet, ten minutes, right? Yep. Nothing pings right away when you cast it. Okay, so I, I don't, I I don't was, sense it here. I wasn't it's really... Like right before we walk in. Right. Kind of I wasn't really expecting that it'll be here, but maybe we could at least get a name for this individual. Okay. There's actually a dwarf behind the counter. It's kind of a reception. And it's evening. Boxes right? behind him with, with keys in them. It's in the evening? Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. You can do the evening. Yep. Kind of mid-evening or, yeah, early evening. Uh, good evening. Hello. Kind of looks at you sort of squint-eyed. Looking for a room. Actually, no, we're looking for a person. Huh. Just thought maybe if we're staying here or not, but... What? Have you seen any... Oh, you notice that he puts his hand underneath the counter in I, a way that you... I bring out, like, a gold piece and, like, slide it with my hand over it. Just, like, just an individual... Bit of a stony gaze. Silvery hair. As he's like contemplating, I'll put a second piece and slide it over. He says, I don't know who you mean. Silver hair, stony gaze. A dwarf? Human. human. Get the feeling he's not really from around here. I'd be happy to ask my bosses if we know of anybody in town. Yeah, we can wait here. I'll, I'll switch the thieves cam and just. Any information for this individual, he has something of ours. Lucan, you think he's talking orcish? <laughs> okay. He kind of grabs the gold and he slides it back over. In- uh, I'll give him like three more, so five gold total. Says, what's your name? <laughs> in Thieves' Camp. Yeah, in Thieves' Camp. Lucan. 
Lucan yeah. of Prince Holm, I'm guessing. Yeah. Big smile as he that kind of thinks he knows you. I will look into it. I do not know who you're speaking of, but we will we will put some feelers out. Okay. We'll be staying at the uh, Blessed and Barrel. There's always rooms here. I'll keep you in mind. And I'll look at Luke and I'm like, yeah, nothing right here right now, but I guess keep your feelers open as we walk back to the inn. Okay. How can you introduce me but not you? I'm just the page. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> All right. We go back to the Blessing and Barrel. Sure. Zan and Merc beat you there, and they step in, and it's so cozy. It's just so nice in here and warm. <laughs> Smells like good food. So when you get there, Relop is sitting at a table and he's scouring over this scroll that he has. Not surprised for that. She's taking her wet cloak off and kind of shaking it outside. I uh, sure. walk up next to Relop so he gets this impression of a large, dripping wet shadow. Looming <laughs> over him rather unintentionally. I don't even look up. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that eye, what did it do? Not exactly certain. I believe it's like a beacon for undead. So let's say somebody took their eye out and jammed their eye in. They would be a summoning point for undead? Don't know that it works that way, but something along those lines would probably... Well, it depends on the end of it. Why are we having this conversation? Because a guy stole it from the store of knowledge. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Master Vidium? <laughs> She's going to go behind the bar, try to find Leo. Yeah, so you ask the... Uh, I guess he's not usually yeah, behind the I bar, is he? The, no, no, but like you could ask Tater, the, the guy behind yeah, the bar, and he could tell you if he's around or whatnot. Yeah. So yeah, it doesn't take long. He turns up. He's somewhere in the building, so... Yeah. He actually comes from upstairs. Hello! Hello. We have a bit of an emergency. Uh, could you possibly get Brother Torian here, or can you have someone run to get him and bring him here? Oh, we could do that. Can I help you? Is there something that I need to know because of uh, that be a problem for my patrons here? It's going to be a problem for many people here. Someone stole item of great power from the stores. We don't know what they're going to do with it, but we need Brother Torian to help us find this individual. Hmm. I could do so with magic, but I figured this would be more efficient. Well, I will certainly send some feelers out. I got a boy I could send out. Great. Merc here can describe what he looks like. See if someone can find this individual and perhaps let us know where he is. Yeah, who are we looking for? I give him the description of the guy. Okay. Like, you know, like hold my hand up about how tall he was. And, and he stole something from the stores. Do they know that he stole something from the stores? Yes. Do the, the church knows that he stole something from the stores? Well, Brother Thorium does. I hope that's good enough. Oh, yeah, I, I would imagine so. Right, Thurman, right? Thurman. You should probably tell Indigo, too, actually. Uh, I'd be surprised if they haven't already, but... I would imagine they would. If if Thurman knows, then I'm sure that they'll send word to the lady in charge. All right. Kind of lost what else to do until we have an idea of where he is. As soon as we want to search around in this storm. you have any ideas about how to find somebody like that, Relop? Yeah. How long has it been since I've been at the Blessing and Brown? I'm going to say somewhere in the realm of three hours. Some time passed in between there. I should have an idea in three or four hours. Oh, right, this spell you're working on. All right, well, we might be all right then. At least we'll have an idea of where he is when we're done, as long as he doesn't strike before then. No harm in looking for him around the city, though, in the meantime. There's an expression for this. Strike while the iron's hot. All right. 
he has to know he's pretty much got away with it, but eventually somebody's going to figure this out. If he's going to do something in the city, I imagine he's doing it now. Let's get going. We're waiting for Max. Are you going somewhere, Mark? I'll wait a little bit, but I'm not going to wait very long because I'm thinking of coordinating something with Max with the paladins where we can all run out, run around and start searching the city. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's I'm not going to wait forever for Max. That's... No, I know. I <laughs> didn't say forever, just depending on how long it takes for me sure. to do that. Mark's, you know, pacing around and... Relop continues his work, and you hear some yelling outside, kind of in the square. There's a little bit of a open space outside of the inn. And I, I would imagine Merc kind of goes to the door first, because he's pacing around anyway. And you see outside, and again, the rain's kind of dissipated. It's just spitting a little bit. And you do see some peering paladins out there, and they're carrying a body. Well, that's not foreboding. Are they having trouble, or is the person injured, or are they... No, they, they're basically bringing... It looks like they're bringing it to, towards the chap. Zane will run to the doorway behind work and see what it is. Yeah, I'm going to go chase loosely after the, the paladins to see what's going on. Zane will grab her cloak and do the same. Okay. So Mark and Zane are going. Anybody else going? I look at Lucan, and well, looks like somebody's walking with purpose. So. <laughs> yep, let's go see what's up. Relapse, you still studying? <laughs> Finish that scroll. <laughs> yeah, I need, to, I need to get this spell. Gonna keep at it. You get up to the fire chapel. The light of the red glass is glowing, and just inside, they basically have a body. You can see that there's these paladins standing around. One of them is, is actually Max. You couldn't see that until you got close. And laying in front of them, there's a body, and it just looks like a citizen. You know, you don't know who it is, but you recognize that when they lay this body out because they want to show it to Indigo. There are two piercings in the side of its throat. And they use the word vampire. Do we know what that is? <laughs> Again, it's stories, yeah, right? Stories. Fairy tales, yeah. And not surprised. These old stories just keep coming true, don't they? Vampires, you're joking. Where was this man? Basically, he's sort of in a residential area to the east side of town, northeast a little bit. Not really next to the stores or anything like that, but it'd be east of the stores along the mountain. Did anyone see anything? Were there any witnesses? They found the body and recognized that it was drained, and it's got these two punctures in the jugular. They just found him and kind of called just now. Basically, they enough time to walk it over towards the church because we wanted to alert the town that something's happening. Can I do a medicine check to see how long he's been dead? Yeah, go ahead. I, I look at Indigo and I'm like, did uh, Thurman talk to you about the eye? Yes, he sent a message to me. I have to imagine these are connected. It seems likely. 25. This body's fresh. Yeah. You think within maybe two hours tops. And he died from blood drainage? Yeah. He hasn't been dead long. Let's go, Logan. Let's go. Yeah, he's uh, on the east of the thing. Yeah. You have the spell to find the eye. Let's go. Yeah, absolutely. You two coming with? Yeah, I'm going to follow. Indigo, I'll be back in the morning. Uh, keep the body and try to make sure it doesn't wake up, I guess. Just guessing on how it works. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah. Your stories of vampires are pretty vague. You know, there's yeah. not a lot of the basics of, you know, stick to the heart or garlic or, you know, like it's th that sort of thing is probably what you have heard. Sure. But biting well, up to make more. Is, we do have yeah. holy water. We don't have anything real specific. It's yeah, just, yeah, it's yeah. literally like fairy tale time. That's like, why she's oh. kind of guessing. She's like, yeah. oh, just make sure it doesn't wake up. <laughs> All right, let's roll. 
we'll go to where we were. <laughs> Assuming Max and the Paladins are coming with us. We're heroes. We don't need them. <laughs> True. <laughs> At this point, they want to talk it over a little bit. Sure. So, I mean, they you know you might be able to try to persuade them, but it sounds like if, they, if you guys start moving, they don't just automatically come with. We need them to tell us where we're going. They want to talk things through. Yeah, yeah. They can tell you where to go. And there's... There's actual street names okay, and things, cool. and so you could navigate your way through town. But we'll yeah. tell them real quick. This is who you're looking for. Tall, slender, human with silver hair and one milky white eye. Stole huh? something from the stores of knowledge. Gotcha. So everybody's running over to the east side of town. Except for Elop, right? Except for Elop. Yes. He's meeting a sweet visitor in the bar with silver hair and a milky eye. <laughs> <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Mm. What if that guy was across the bar? It's like the whole time, you guys were all like, "We gotta go!" Yeah. And like you run out, and the guys just like, like sit right there, there under some sort of cloak of shadow. Where are those guys going? Oh, no. Cloak of shadow is What's his name? Otter or something that was sitting at the bar the whole time? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's upstairs. Everybody rushes over to the place that they found this body. Zan, you can. You're the first to find the blood, largely because of your training, right? Is it inside or is it outside? No, it's at a curb. You okay. know, just like they found it in the streets. And, okay. they, and they told you that. Lucan, you have the spell going and the eye is not within a thousand feet. There are a couple of people who are sort of looking out their windows. You know, this is residential. There are some people that are sort of wondering what's going on outside. Do you have swords lit? Or are we, do you have your torch out? Yeah, I'd have my sword lit. Well, I definitely have my torch out. Okay. Anything for light. So there are definitely some people kind of checking out what's going on on that side. I even take Destiny and run it across my arm and make sure it's charged up. <laughs> this vampire's like, <gasps> blood. <laughs> like it runs out. Mm-hmm. Give me Just jumping in your arm. <laughs> Perfect bait. <laughs> Chum. <laughs> this is so easy. He smells like a mile away. He's at the gates ready to break out. Nope. Turns around, comes running by. <laughs> yeah, she's going to check the area and try to see like where did the blood hit is it just on the ground is it on the wall sure you know all sorts of things i'll look around as well all right go ahead and roll uh, one one of you yeah one of your roll investigation with it with advantage just whoever decides to go for it Zan. but you do it and illusions guy and that's a uh, plus d4 d4 I you need to stay out of that nobody heard it it's fine <laughs> 22 you definitely find a pattern along one wall nearby so you almost guess that you know when this attack happened it sprayed blood and then the body was sort of moved to the curb or like, you know, sort of brought down to it. You also, while you're walking around, you know, and it looks like a few people have moved, you can almost see where the paladins must have come by because you, there's a lot of stuff kicked up. But you do find some steps that seem to sort of step away, but you find they're on this sort of wooden porch along the front of one of the, one of the houses. And you see like step, 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 and then it just stops. Mark, I want to use Divine Sense, which would be a 60 feet. Okay. Yeah, it does not pick. Okay. So he's clearly moved away if that, if it is indeed a vampire, like they said. We see a footprint, 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 and it's very clear in the dust, and then just not there anymore. It just sort of stops. You think vampires fly? I don't really remember from the old stories. Yeah, they they turn, do, don't they? They turn into animals, don't they? Like bats and things? Yeah, bat. Or mist. Is it what it missed? Hmm. That could explain why these just and abruptly disappear. I stand there and I look around. Just roll perception. Yeah, but I'm looking. What I'm looking for is to see if anybody may have had a clear view from here. Like if I look around, is there anybody that might have had a clear view of this spot? You probably see actually two different buildings that seem like they'd be pretty reasonable viewpoints. Are the windows open? One of them is. There's somebody actually standing at the window. I uh, walk back out and 
just yell at them. I'm like, hey, did you see anything? There's a woman there. And she, I I saw the, um, a man on the ground. Someone was standing over him. What did that person look like standing over him? His hair was silver. And he had a bad eye. That, that I didn't see in the shadows, but he definitely had silver hair. Did you see kind of a that, full head of hair. Did you see where that person went? He he looked at me and I, I hid. Okay. I was afraid he'd come after me next. Oh, it seems very reasonable. Just kind of goes to shut her shutters like she's starting to get nervous. Yeah, keep your doors locked. All right. If he turned into something and flew away, I don't know how we're supposed to track him from here. Well, they always lived in castles in the stories, right? Is there a castle nearby? Maybe an old abandoned castle? Is there anything that stands out around us? A graveyard? I rolled a natural one. (laughs) (laughs) Is there a graveyard or anything? Is there a place where people could... They usually burn their bodies here. Okay. So, not really. What area are the footprints pointing to as it's walking away and then disappear? Headed north, which would be towards the mountain. Doesn't give you a lot of information yeah. necessarily. It's I mean, so there's like, nothing you know, that stands out looking at the mountain itself or anything. Mm-mm. I mean, if anything, we could ask around, see if there's any like local stories or myths that are not tied to the haunted ruins on the other side of the lake. Yeah, good point. I'm concerned about that victim in the <laughs> chapel. It might come back. So let's just pretend you're an undead, powerful thingamajigger. And you wanted to raise an undead army. Where would you go? Where there are a lot of dead. Right. But there's already a bunch of undead in the ruins of Meridor, right? He might have a little place up in these mountains. I'm wondering if he isn't going to go back to Meridor to raise an army. There would be bodies there. I don't know. Just a thought. All right, let's go. Let's go back to town. Okay, go back to the church. Okay. I can speak to the victim in the morning when I've prepared the spell to talk to it, like I did Sobodon. Ah, that seems scary. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to find out what the Purians' rights are. They may burn the body tonight. That's why time is of the essence if we're going to get the information. So I, we should probably ask him by the church. I can do it if you want to go back to the Blessing of Barrel, but I don't know what else to do. We can go back to the church and talk to them about the body. All right. you, they might also know about... You get close enough to the church and they are definitely burning that body out front. Are they really? Yeah. yeah. They, they put a little pyre together and they burn it up. Well, fire does purify. Yeah, hey, they're pretty efficient at least. I'd have to worry about it rising up, I suppose. Mm-hmm. What if it would rise if it was a skeleton? How do you make skeletons? You know how to make skeletons real life? He's not there. Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> Yet again. <laughs> Merch just missing Relap. He always talks to his shit that's like talk, That's, the, that's actually going to be the title of the episode. Merc misses Relap. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Doesn't well, remember his location. I guess let's go back to the... Let's go back and find Relap and we'll start asking around for this right. silver-haired guy. So, you know, probably another hour path. How much have you got left mm-hmm. on that guy? Just an hour. Great scouts up. Let's go talk to the... Uh, Inigo and Max and see if they know anything about uh, their the keep before we go back to the Blessing Barrel. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll go up to the Indigo and Max. Okay. We're roast some marshmallows. Sure. Max has apparently gone off to sure. start patrolling and looking for things, but Indigo is still there. She's chasing is with her, mm-hmm. and he is on sort of high alert. Like, like he's almost vibrating. Like, yeah. he's just waiting for something to happen. He's, he's really scrutinizing you, seeming that maybe he's concerned that maybe somebody might be disguised or something because he's suddenly like you never saw him look like this exactly before he's ready for a fight Lucan without Hold seeing start pointing towards Hold with his thumb 
Jeez. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You murder him. It was him. You had a great conversation today. I kicked great Luke into the fire. Yeah. She uh, goes over to her little cabinet, opens it up. Pulls out some whiskey. Pulls out a little whiskey. Did you find anything of interest? We found tracks of the attacker leading away from where the body was found, and then the tracks disappeared. Hmm. Yeah, so he clearly turned into mass and flew back to his keep. Do you know where the vampire keep is? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen vampires elsewhere? No, I'm just going off the old legends. That does seem to be something like that, right? The, foot, the footprints pointed toward the mountains. I don't mean anything. It just could be the way the owl is pointed. Do you know of any old keeps or anything that might be north of here? She said, I'd, if there's a keep somewhere outside of these walls, I would be very surprised. I mean, there's homesteads, ranches, but a, a keep, like a castle or something to that extent. Not, nothing that isn't old and ruined and falling apart. Well, that might work. I didn't say it had to be in good condition. Okay, well, we'll probably go investigate, I would assume. The locals have any areas that they have, like, stories about or... You know, don't go here after dark. Or... She says that's the thing, right? Like, Meridor is our story. We have skeletons that wander out of... I, I wasn't sure if maybe you, know, you locals had multiples you know, beset from all sides. Have, sure. Have you heard of any vampire stories lately? No. Nothing since childhood stories. But it seems awfully suspicious with these holes in this neck. There, there was clearly no blood left in that body. What I will say is I've seen plenty of stories be real lately. That's true. Well, you have a good night. We're going to go check things out here. and We'll let you know what we find. Do your paladins need help patrolling? We can offer our services to help protect the city. Appreciate that. I'd hate to put you in harm's way. Well, that's the best place to be, really. If this is a vampire attacking somewhere, we're already in danger. The least we can do is help. If that's the case, it sounds like you might be able to sleep during the day a little bit. Maybe. We don't know what's going on anymore, neither. We're just trying to do our best to help you. A weird way where the ones that brought it upon you. Says, I'll tell you what, though, if there's a vampire among us, it seems like clerics of light might be just the people to help us with that. Sam kind of stands a little bit straighter to that. City's been warned. We've got people out. If you're wanting to help patrol, you're welcome to. My recommendation to, to most people in town is that I'm going to say just hold up and let's get together tomorrow. I'll help this evening, as long as it's needed. Well, I'll definitely help. Maybe I'll run into a skeleton. You actually do run into a skeleton. Like There, there are a couple that do come out of the lake overnight. So they're still coming. And as people you know, wander around, nothing specifically happens to anybody. This is taking watch overnight type of thing? At this point, you're wandering around, right? Is anybody going to just go rest, or are we actually patrolling? Zan will patrol. Zan's going to patrol, or is yeah. everybody else doing the same? Or? I'll follow, follow Zan. I'll patrol, and uh, might as well stay off the group. So, Relop, an hour later, you finally finish your spell. Oh, good. <laughs> Aren't you glad you roleplayed that entire thing? I am. <laughs> I am. Wait, that night when we're patrolling, Pukan has an idea. Oh, yeah? So... When we're patrolling and we see skeletons and stuff, Lucan says, what if we let these skeletons go? Are they going to walk to the eye? Because that's what was happening. So you want to just protect one and make sure it doesn't attack anyone and just wanders? Yeah, see if it leads us to the guy. That's probably the best idea you ever had. (laughs) 
that's a great idea. All right, let's follow one and make sure it doesn't attack anyone. So we'll wait for maybe by the docks and see if one comes out of the water and we can just back away from it and okay. see if it wanders just somewhere. Like break can like hurt it. Sure. It, yeah. <laughs> put it on a toddler leash. <laughs> like walking dead. So, Lucan, go ahead and roll. I'm going to have you roll animal handling. Yes. <laughs> and I'm not. Yes. Gonna, I'm, the, only, the only reason I'm not going to make it disadvantaged is because you've got help. Yeah, we're all helping you. <laughs> 16. All right. So. Rooting a skeleton. This skeleton comes like out of the water. <laughs> I love it. Dripping. And yeah, it kind of come, kind of like clamp its teeth at yeah. somebody. You know, somebody claps or Lucan goes, come here, come here, come here. And, and you're literally like sort of moving this thing back and forth. It is sort of a walking dead moment where this thing's kind of keeps coming back and forth. You recognize that if you sort of give it a little bit of a wide berth, it almost does go to a certain direction. Like it, it sort of almost forgets that you're there. Lucan yeah. keep his shield up and kind of like push it. And then starts moving forward. Kind of moves. Zan's going to stay in front of the group like a little further away, maybe like 20 feet ahead of them and just try to get people out of the way. Sure. So if we keep heading this way, do we want to send someone to go collect like Relop? Yeah, I would think so. Sure, go go get him. Yeah, uh, You're awfully <laughs> quick. Go fast. <laughs> we don't know where he's going. Okay. I mean, it's not like the skeleton's going quick or anything, but... Right. Alright, I will. I'll <laughs> just send you. Go get him. Grumble, grumble, grumble. Alright, head to the end. When they get that idea, you're not far from the end, so it's a, it's a slight detour. Okay. Hole comes bursting into the inn. You have got your spell all taken care of, and you're sort of sitting with a celebratory drink. Where is everybody? We think we might have a lead on the dude that has the eye. Uh, so I'm going to need you to come along. Okay. I'll finish my drink and head on out. Right. I'm going <laughs> to grab his tankard from the table, go ask for a refill, and then take it out. Uh, actually, um, a second one as well. Is this a in and restaurant? Is this just they a, have food here. They have food, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I trouble him for a clove of garlic? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'd imagine when you guys came in the first time, I, I you mentioned. You did, right? No. Well, I can't remember. Yeah, wait, nobody ever came back in, did they? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never mind. Never mind. All right. yeah. That's so funny. Hold, oh, what are we looking for? <laughs> Apparently, it's a vampire or something. Can I get a clove of garlic? <laughs> <laughs> now we've laid foundation. There. You learned a legal precedent situation. <laughs> Yes, they could buy you garlic. How much would that cost me? How much for my refills? (laughs) (laughs) In this account? Just do five copper a piece. Okay. I'm just going to give them a silver. Got my to-go cups. (laughs) (laughs) There's an open container law like (laughs) New Orleans here. You two start heading the direction that it had gone, and you find the rest of them standing in front of the manor of Cogram Disrum. <laughs> and the skeleton is sort of like standing there on this big stone wall, really? scratching at it. I give Lucan the relop cup. Oh, thanks, Hole. You're welcome. You brought booze? Yeah, it's, it's been a long day. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Surprising to bring you booze. So this is that mathematician, right? Yep. The one they call the hermit? Yep. Well, let's go over the wall. <laughs> Hold my ale. <laughs> I'm like, oh wait, and then I take out my knife and stab it in the head of the skeleton, so we can take that guy out. Okay, no need, no need leaving that thing running around. All right. 
Kind of All smashes right. the skull. We can always find another one if we need to keep <laughs> tracking. And then I jump over the wall. <laughs> it's, it's literally <laughs> like... What yeah, I say? Ten feet? feet? It's like right, but giant... he probably can just jump a little bit of ground and pull himself. Like, I didn't mean like... Ten, you can. Oh, yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I have an athlete on vertical leap, but, you know, that works. armor. I got a 25 to get over the wall, Dave. Make it or not. So you jump up, grab onto it. You see this guy just in this heavy armor clank himself up onto this thing, and then he lifts himself up, and you see him at the top of the wall. And I drop off. Wow. I'm going to go ahead and take a look at this gate and look at the lock. It seems as though it must be barred from the inside. A beam of some sort. I go check out the gate on the far side. <laughs> what time of day is this? Night? What, I mean, how late? Yeah, in the at evening this point, like it's probably three, four in the morning. Like you're, it's middle of the night. Can I open it? Like the gate that he's looking at? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could. It's not going to be quiet. I imagine me getting over the wall wasn't quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so I open the gate. Two things. One, do we want to fight a vampire in the middle of the night, being tired and not fully rested? Two. Didn't you see the man leave the stores in the middle of the day? It might not have been sunny out, but it was still daytime. He should have been sleeping if he was a vampire, right? Dan, I've seen a lot of things I don't understand. <laughs> I think it's too late now. We have his door open. We're breaking and entering? Okay. <laughs> Just making all. sure we're all on board. By the way, Mark, that was impressive. I want to make it clear, I did not influence this. <laughs> <laughs> Lucan hands you your drink back and says, that was impressive, though. Playing over it, Mark. I must have had something in my eye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, listen, you're just mad because you couldn't pick the lock. So are you lifting it off? You, you have it open? Yeah, I would have opened it by now. Lucan chugs his drink and sets it down. So you're standing in this courtyard. It's kind of a mound in the courtyard. And there's a big pole with wires hanging down from it, sort of holding it up. It's almost like a ship's mast. And there's metal coming off the top of it. And there seems to be metal kind of coiled around it. And it's just odd. It doesn't look like anything you've seen before. Like, what in the world is this? It's on a big earthen mound. Yeah, with this huge mass sticking out of it. Go poke it with your sword. Does it look like a a Tesla? Tesla coil? Yeah. No, not exactly. It's just wire wrapped around the wood. Hope this isn't a burial mound. That's weird. I saw lightning earlier today. Strike here. Oh, you did? Yeah. What if I had anything to do with it? Like it strikes trees? I, I don't know. I walked up to the gate and the lightning struck here and it was loud and thunderous. I felt like the shockwave of the noise go through my body. And... Mark, I want to use divine sense again. Do I sense anything 60 feet from me? Within 60 feet, you actually do get a bit of a ping of an undead. Mm-hmm. All right. There's undead around here, guys. Not that that's too It's surprising. like right on the edge of your sense. Like it's not close Head. to you. He's feeling it like underground from where you are. Well, sounds like we're here on the house, son. Alright, let's go. Are we knocking on the door or are we assaulting this place? <laughs> What's our approach? Sorry, there's a house. Yeah, this is the key. The castle, yeah. So like, this is the biggest building. You'd seen it previously, too. It's the okay. biggest building in town. It's like a fortified keep, gotcha. like a castle. Gotcha. So you come up to a, there's a main entrance, there's a giant heavy wooden door, which is really interesting because there's very little wood in the construction of this city. And it has a gargoyle knocker. It was this sort of scary face, this giant iron knocker, this kind of blackened iron. 
Uh, before you knock, let's take ahead. a quick little look at this and make sure there's not something that's going to surprise us. I want to be clear. I have no intention of knocking. Just open the door. <laughs> when the cast major went. <laughs> is that the end of your first levels? I got one left. Okay. So, is there are there windows? I mean, what what do we have for a facade? Like, is there seem to be alternate ways of getting in? Well, let them open the door. Scout first. around it first. Yeah. I mean, I, you guys can scout around. Gonna, you, you check the door. I'm gonna go ahead and look at this door. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'll go to one corner and gonna look at the other end and see. Sure. Zane, you do see one side entrance. Okay. It's kind of a little bit sunken. Like a so cellar? You step down into it, maybe. Okay. Yeah, it's hard to say because it's not—it's not like full-on cellar, like okay. clearly a cellar, but there's definitely like a step down and then a doorway. Yeah, make a note of it. And go back to the main area. What do you want me to roll? Uh, investigation on yeah. it? Or, uh, that'll be a twenty-five. There is some sort of trap on this guy. All right. Um, it seems mechanical, from what you can tell. Probably something that's going to hurt you if you don't fix <laughs> it. You're not 100% sure what it does, but you can see there's a little bit of lever involved, and so you kind of think you might be able to mess with it. Okay. Do you need any help? I think he holds the, uh, the light sword up above the door. All I'm going to need is a bit of luck. And? and there's another side door on this side, and she'll point to the corner. It's kind of sunk it down into the ground, but it's just on the side of the building. I have to know about this trap now. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Lucian's guidance. Or Lucan, Lucan's guidance. And then Lucian's guidance. Okay. She'll, she'll bless you with it. And then back away. <laughs> she remembers the uh, swing trap. All right. That will be a 32. Ooh. Yes! <laughs> yes! What is going on? Lucian's, <laughs> Lucian's guidance you pull, indeed. You you pull, vampires brings up he pulls like a Fonzie and he just like chizz it and it like just <laughs> turns off. I don't think I've ever seen Thomas roll well two times in a row. <laughs> Whoa. Well, well, I'm, I'm going to point out that it probably didn't matter because his bonus is so large. Yeah, his bonus is ridiculous. I do have a plus 12 on it. So. Nice. But now every door That's in the amazing. building also opens. <laughs> <laughs> that was like a Decker moment in Shadowrun. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Nice job. So, find this little piece in there. You can feel it, and you lift it up, kind of set the spring back, and when you do that, you know, you sort of feel what's happening. You basically move it the right direction, and the spring sort of undoes itself inside. And as soon as that spring is, like, unhinged from what it was supposed to do, it all just sort of falls apart. Like, it's no longer going to do what it needs to do. So when you go to mess with the door, you're going to recognize that it was going to let out some sort of gas hmm. there's a pocket within it and if you you know as you open the door you can kind of see that there was a little bit of a box on the back side of it and you stopped yourself from sucking in some sort of heinous chemical hmm. <laughs> or we can go through the front door i suppose can i roll to see what i know about vampires uh sure 17 so among among the woodland gnomes there's no extra knowledge of of vampires, just like everybody else, it's sort of a fairy tale. You basically can verify a lot of the things that were that were said among other people in the group. So, like okay. the idea that sunlight's obviously an issue for them; they can turn into bats. You do remember something about garlic stakes to the heart would be an issue. So you walk into this large building. It, it's sort of a big entryway. Doesn't look like anybody's been here for a while. It's kind of dusty and gross. There's spider webs everywhere. There's no light lit anywhere. Except for my awesome George. Yes. I'll use so. Divine Sense again. Okay. There's undead within 20 feet of you. It's not within this room, 
but maybe just beyond this room. There are three doors. You feel like there's undead beyond the middle door. There's something behind. One on each side of you, one in front of you. There's undead behind that middle door. Do your thing with the door, and then uh, we'll go storm in. All right. We'll, we'll be right next to you, Holt. Check that door out. Go ahead and roll investigation. Yeah, it looks fine. <laughs> we didn't do <laughs> looks, the guidance. <laughs> looks good. Dang it. <laughs> yeah, I got a 12. Yeah, it looks fine. Cool. You want me to open it? You open it? Where are we down? Yeah, I'll push it open. It is locked. Oh. We didn't deal with the last lock, but that's <laughs> no, it was 32 was so good. Yeah, that's what he it just was. De- uh-huh. Disassembled the door by Adams mm-hmm. and then it's like that right. strange over. I'll go ahead and unlock it. Uh, Lucian's guidance. Lucan's guidance. Maybe if you do it in the other order. Yeah, it needs to be done in the other yeah, order. Yeah, so you have to go first. And then <laughs> oh, okay. That would be a 17. Okay. That's not bad. That does unlock it, yeah. Sweet. Ro- Clicks it open. Four. Nothing real crazy about the, the lock. It's, you know, it's a solid enough lock, but it's made short order with your tools. They'll take the sword and shield out. All right. Let's I do this. Definitely have destiny out. Hey, does anybody remember them about doing like this weird gaze where you can stare in your eyes and they can control you? No, okay, that's just nothing. <laughs> All right. I'm going to try to, like, go in, like, one motion where, like, I open the door, and as I swing it open, I can kind of, like, go around it and slightly behind it. Lucan looks at Merc to try to figure out who's going in first. I just go in. All right, Lucan's right behind him. Right right behind the center door, right? Yeah. So, everybody roll initiative. All right. So, you open the door. Within this room, there is, you've got your own light. It's a dark room, but once you walk in, there are four figures that all sort of bare their teeth to you moving your direction they look like fires heart citizenry you have seen what these people dress like one of them in fact has a coat that looks very like Pyrian paladin he doesn't overall look paladin but the coat itself kind of reminds you of the paladins and so these are definitely Pyrians that have been apparently put under the sway of whatever if this is indeed a vampire do they have fangs yeah, they kind of show their teeth to you. Show their teeth. Yeah. Right, and then my next question is, is it the governor? No, yes, good question, but no, it's not the governor. So we don't recognize any of them. Yeah, you don't in particular, yeah. yep. Yeah. So they move with ridiculous speed. Why? A lot faster <laughs> than you think that they will. As we enter, Hulk stepped in because he opened the door. I'm imagining Merc kind of leading the way a little bit. Right. We're going to basically take two swings at Hulk and two swings at Merc with these things. They're swinging at you with, you know, really just sort of like using claws and trying to bite at you. If Hulk's within five feet of me on the, the first swing or whatever, I'll use the protection. If okay. not, I'll use it for Merc. Okay. I think actually Merc probably is going to get that protection this time because... Yeah, the, no problem. Uh, just in the way, you know, and Hulk mm-hmm. might get his yep. own... Protection because of the door. No problem. All right. So let's go ahead and start with Hulk since he came in first. Okay. One of them bites at you. I'll use my reaction or uncanny dodge. Okay. So as you sort of get behind the door, one of them actually comes at you and misses, right? The door kind of like pushes it away. The other one comes in and catches your shoulder with his teeth and gets you for six points of piercing damage and... Five points of necrotic damage. Have that. Okay. Yep. I have a question. Am I close enough to Sentinel Strike? Yeah, I would say so. I come in with a reverse grip on the backhand. Try to just catch him right in the teeth. And I rolled a 27. Nice. I'm guessing that hits. Pull up. a little bit. (laughs) 13 points of damage. Okay. Big sword comes through the destiny slices into this thing as it bites and it kind of turns 
sort of bears his teeth at you. The other two that I hadn't rolled for yet are going to swing at Merc. One of them is, <clears throat> as you swing at it, just you kick it off, kick it away a little bit. And the other one Pro- is protection going to on hit one you. Of, protection on one of those. Yep, no, that one does hit you. He's going to get you for six points of piercing and just three points to crowd it. All right, Hulk's turn. There's four standing there. All one right. of them just got sliced a little bit by... I am going to use both of my daggers to strike back at the one that is next to Merc as well that took a bite at me. Okay. Get him! So, first swing, uh, AC 27. (laughs) That's established that he has. Yeah, we've established that already. That is exactly what he rolled. (laughs) So, he has an AC of 27. Oh my god. <laughs> or less. Dang it. And they've hit a 20. Yeah, we, we've narrowed the range band down to yeah. 27 or less. <laughs> this is the price is right. That will be 30 points of damage on the first yes. one. Nice. And my offhand. This is the same one that he hit. AC yeah. 10. AC 10 misses. All right, so we have a bottom, you guys. <laughs> 27 to 10. Somewhere 10 to 27. <laughs> somewhere in there. All right, Merc, it's your turn. Yeah, I'd like to take my first swing at the one that we already attacked. 14. 14 misses. So, all right. Slice in, and Hulk's kind of moving him around and just miss him. All right. Second attack, 15. Hits? It's 15, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boom. That got specific quickly. 12. Okay. This thing is sliced open. The funny thing is, they don't bleed the way they're supposed to, but. You're definitely doing some damage to these guys. Relop, it's your turn. And stepping through the door, you see that Holg and Merc are kind of fighting off these four things. Khan is kind of trying to get into the mix to try to help protect. It's Pull a out a uh, little molasses and cast low. Okay. Wisdom, 16. Three of them seem to be affected. The one that isn't affected is actually the one that's been beat up on. Nice. It's actually pretty Ooh. fortuitous. Ooh. Nice. So, suddenly they start moving a little bit slower, and they were moving a little weirdly fast, and now you've just got the one that's moving fast and fighting back. off these two. Lucan, it's your turn. He is going to walk out of the room, sidestep to the left to try to not be so huddled up with everybody. I mean, he's going to try to be close to Merc, um, I'm assuming, but uh, he's going to just take a swing at one of the fresh ones. He's trying to kind of break up the four to not all just be on Merc and okay. Hulk. Glowing sword takes a big swipe and says, May Lucian's light strike you down! And he takes a swing. That is a 25. Hits. Oops. Never spring it down. So it's between 15 and 25. No, it's 15. No, it's 13. Oh, yeah. 26 points of damage. All right, so the new one gets, gets smited. Because this, you know this is undead, right? Did you do that yeah. damage? Mm-hmm. Okay, yep, I did. All right. All right. Oh, well, I'll take my second attack. Gotcha. He's going to yell, uh... Vacuum on his second attack. That is also a 25 to hit. Divine Smiting again. I'm going to use him up pretty quick here. 18 points of damage. Alright, so he comes in, just slices through a couple times in this thing. Light bursts from it and it kind of comes back. His teeth are just showing and definitely hurting. I mean, this one's just as sliced up as the first one, right? You've got okay. two of them that are, that are definitely damaged. Okay. And Zan, it's your turn. So he stepped out of the way. Do I have a little bit more better line of sight to the things in the room? Yeah, you can definitely see them all. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, she'll have sort of shield out. She'll make her way inside, and she will sacred flame the one that they've been beating up on. Okay, what, uh, 17 Dex. or the other two? The one the other two were fighting. Okay. Dexterity save, 17. All right, misses. Sacred flame! So this light kind of bursts down onto this thing. 14. Like a pillar from the heavens. 14 radiant. 
All right, this thing's looking pretty rough. If this light hits it and it kind of like stops for a second, like looks up at whatever just hit it <laughs> and then is trying to focus back on what it was doing. All right, so back to them. We're gonna have one of them swing at Hulk. Warning flare. All right, light flashes and it hits the door. One of them swings at Merc. So the one that attacked Hulk, is it within five feet for me to attack it? Yeah. 24 and then a 12 points of slashing damage. So that one slices in and it, it kind of swings at Hulk, hits the door, kind of flashes from the spell that Zan had cast. And then Merc slices through the top of his head and it just falls over the side and drops. The other one's swinging at you, Merc, hit. It hits you for 17 points of damage. Again, biting towards you. Some of it's necrotic, some of it is piercing. Another one comes after you as well and misses. And then another one is actually going to swing at Lucan and misses as well. All gets your turn. So the one that was really focusing on you just got its top of its head popped off. There's still are, another one there that's very clearly within your Okay, within is your it range. threatened by Merc as well then? Or? Yep. Perfect. Should line up that shot. 13. Should hit. Spell. That's right. Minus 2 AC from slow. Yep, you got it. Because so, of slow. Just got it. Thanks, Relop. Oh, I didn't actually roll for their slow. with a better position. Maybe speeds up. No, that's okay. They can see yeah, slow. one of them did speed up. This is not Dang. the one, but there's okay. one that sped up. So we're looking at 26 points of damage. Nice. And then with my offhand, I will swing and hit AC 25. Two points of damage. On save. DC 15 on that one. Fails. Works for Come in with a big overhand chop against the... No, actually, I'm going to have it like a reverse grip, and then I'm going to take it up. So it's kind of at shoulder level and bring it down. Okay. Because we're kind of fighting entire quarters, try to shorten up the swings a little bit on it. Okay. And I'm going to see if I can catch him over the head and shoulders. He'll take 16 points of damage. That actually drops that guy. So, again, sword comes through, chops this guy, gets him right underneath the arm, and then just digs into his chest, and he drops as well. So there should be uh, two left, and I'll swing at the one that is fast. Some blow across the legs, because I rolled an 18 ahead. 18 points of damage. Yeah, and then he owes me a DC 16 strength check. Passes. So no. it doesn't drop. No, can't say I didn't try. All right, relapse turn. You got two left. One of them is fast and a little bit bloodied from Merc, and the other one is slowed. The one that is slowed, is that the one that Lucan was working on? Or? The one that is slowed? No, he's actually fresh. Go ahead and mutter something under my breath and cast Scorching Ray. Okay. Put all three of them into him. 15, 20, and 11. Okay, this is the slowed one? I'm sorry? Yeah. Okay, so you hit two. Okay, 13 points of damage. Shrews come out, and one of them kind of goes astray, and Lucan's turn. Uh, Lucan will put his blade right into that one and say, uh, be gone, you fiend. Okay. I'll go after that one. The slow one? Yep. Uh, 21 to hit. Hit. 10. I did 9 points of damage. And then he's just going to swing his sword right back around. 26 to hit. Hit. And 8 points of damage. Thanks. Holding off on a couple spells. Lucan kind of comes in, a couple of sword swipes going through it. It doesn't seem to like the lit sword, but it doesn't have the same reaction as the divine smites on the previous targets. So now we go to Zan, and we've got two left, one slowed. They're both beat up on a little bit. Is she engaged in combat with any one of either one of them, or is everything um, kind of away from her now? I don't think so, really. All right, yeah, she's going to move. Yeah. yeah, she'll sidestep over to the one Lucan's working on. 
So kind of with like a spin flourish, she'll just mm-hmm. try to cast a, a sacred flame at them and like point blank range to the back of their head while okay. they're engaged with him. Right. And start to sidle up next to where he is. So it's a slowed one, I think. 17 dex save. Fails. And 16 points of radiant. Burst at it, sort of screeches out, and then we go back to them. Now, there's two standing there. The one that dropped second actually stands back up. Mm. And it mm-hmm. goes you know, into the fray again, very specifically standing between Holg and Merc, and now you got this one that had dropped, and here it comes again. Ooh. So, three attacks. We're going to get one of them's going to go for Holg, one's going to go after Lucan, one's going to go after Merc. So, let's start with Holg. This one hits. I'm Kitty Dodge. Okay. I'll protect the one that goes after Merc. I'm okay. assuming I'm still right by Merc. I don't want those 100 hit points to. You know, reduce um, it all. So you just because they uh, you only take five, right? So, I would uh, like to sentinel strike it. The one that stood up, by the way. Thirteen points of damage. I hit it on twenty-five, and then okay. thirteen points of damage. All right, so drop it again. Stay down. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then we're gonna swing it, Lucan. Warning flare. Okay. Ah, uh, still hits. All right, oh, wow. I'm gonna die. <laughs> what did I? He's gonna turn into a vampire and then finally become evil. It's, yes. You have that model already. You know right. the one you want to be. So a twelve points, with. a little mix of necrotic and piercing. Piercing. And then the last one's gonna have for Merc. Protection on that one. That one misses anyway. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Both Jeez. dice were terrible. Okay, so that brings us to hole. There's one right in front of me still. Pull yeah. Up. Yeah. Could be AC twenty-three. Hits. Yeah. Twenty-two points. Nice. And then my offhand, AC 11. All right. Definitely slice in. The other one kind of, he, he sort of turns at you and hisses, and you don't quite get that second attack off. We go to Merc. Okay. So we, start, we have one slowed, one not. So I believe I was already working on the fast one, so mm-hmm. I'll continue to work on him. But that one will mess. And then I'll take my second swing. That will hit with a 24 for 13 points of damage. And I'm just coming in with that, still with that reverse grip. I'm just kind of doing an upward sweep. Okay. Adam, nothing special. Kind of slices up, blood just sort of sprays up. up. He actually catches it in the face. You know, it's still standing like it's an undead response to it in a sense. And like, it's just standing there with like half its face open, but it's still coming at you. Relapse turn. I saw that guy get up, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he got dropped again. That's interesting. I'm going to go ahead and cast a Scorching Rate, one on each of the downed ones, and then one on the one Lucan's working on. 17, 23, 26. Okay. So all three are going to hit. First down one, six points. Second down one, three points. The one Lucan's working on, eight points. All right. These, these little fire darts come out. Hit a corkscrew, or they actually go straight for once. That's, no, they go. They always love corkscrew. And Lucan's turn. Khan's going to take a swing at the one in front of him. He hits for 12 points of damage. All right. So sword comes through, catches it, gimps up one of its arms. It's still, like, still going, facing it. Yep. He yells, I said, be gone! And he takes another swing. This time he hits for six points of damage. All right. It looks pretty rough, but it's mm. still standing. You know, it, when you're fighting undead, you've learned to, like... Sometimes they look like they're about ready to drop, but mm-hmm. it's an undead, so you never know what's exactly happening. Xan, it's your turn. So while she's fighting, is she able to look around to see the ones that we've hit with radiant damage? Are they not getting back up, or can she kind of make a correlation of which ones are waking up and which ones aren't? The only one that hasn't gotten up is the first one that you guys dropped. Okay. I mean, at this point, only two have dropped, right? The second one stood up after that, no. Okay. 
I'm sorry. The, the first second, one we dropped. The first, the first up. one that dropped did not get back up. But okay. after that, the, the second one did get up. That's okay. all you've seen so far. So yeah, she'll keep fighting with Lucan and do another Sacred Flame to the one that they're working on together. Okay. I know it's a little bit boring, but <laughs> she's just trying to hit it with radiant damage yeah, as much as she can. Down. Yeah. Eleven. Okay. All right. Both of these, both of these two look really wrecked, but they're not. You know, they're still moving. And that, that comes back to them. Second one that had dropped. Yeah, stands up again. Okay. The fire apparently did not did matter. not do it. Okay, and here it comes. She's so. keeping an eye on which ones were getting up and which ones yep. weren't. So, so the first so one is still not moving, but the second one that has gotten the getting up a second time. And again, we're gonna go Holg, Lucan, Merc. So Holg does hit. Is my reaction. So, so if you're doing half damage, it's gonna be seven. Okay. I'll do protection for Merc. Okay. So I would like to use Sentinel Strike the one that just attacked Hog. Okay. <laughs> just go down the line again. This is the one yeah. that keeps getting up, in fact. Yeah. 19, 11 points of damage. All right. Knock him down again. Like, you feel like, what? How can I kill this thing three times? Now, we're going after Lucan for a shot. Uh, warning Flare. Okay. Oh, totally misses. Sweet. Second roll was actually a one. Mm. And then at Merc. And... Ooh, he just hit you. Mm. All right. Sorry, Merc. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny, I rolled exactly your AC twice. It's meant to be. 11 points of damage, little necrotic, plus piercing. Alright, so we still, at this point, where we did, we have two, because we've knocked the same one down three times, and we go to hold. One fighting Merc, the other one is fighting Luke and Zane. So I will sidestep to the one fighting Merc. Okay. AC 12. Yeah, so that one's a mess. Okay, and then my offhand, DC 17. That hits. We had 19 points of damage, and then he needs to make a con save, DC 15. Dagger comes in, kind of slices up, kind of open up his back, and he sort of falls forward and hits the ground. So, Merc is return. we got one standing. I'm going to bonus action and recover some HPs from okay. that second one. As I resolve myself, and we're seeming in this moment nearly victorious. And then I'm going to take a swing at the not-very-fast vampire. 21 to hit, okay. 15 points of damage. I need a follow up. Uh, yeah, he's still he's a looks pretty rough, but he's still standing. I successfully follow up by hitting him and AC eighteen nine points of damage. Okay, he drops. All right, so all of them are on the ground, but you know they keep getting up. Regulop, you want to do anything? Don't really have anything that I can do. Acid splash one of them. Okay, can't trip apple. Yeah. Okay, we'll just say okay, we're doing some acid damage to see right. if that matters. Lucan. Uh, Everything's on the ground. Yeah, Lucan's going to go remove their heads, and he's going to chop one of their heads off. Okay. Zan, anything special? Sacred Flame on one of them to see if the Radiant keeps him down. And then she's going to try to find maybe like a chair or something she can snap the leg off of and stab hearts if necessary. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) All right. So after Zan goes, this light comes down, sort of bursts down, pillar hits one of them. As soon as that happens... Two of them stand up, but not the one she just hit. Okay. So we basically end up with a couple of them being able to attack again. The whole one, one of them swings at you. A radiant warning flare. That one misses. The other one. I would like to send a strike to one attack. I'll, okay, go I'll ahead. 21 to hit, and then I got it for 14 points of damage. Okay. Back down. <laughs> Stay. It drops again. Down. I'll protect Merc. Yes, one of them stands up without a head. She, she, yeah, Lucan just like, yeah. <laughs> That's a 
claw attack. Out of bite. Claw. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be a bite anymore. It's just like squishy. Um, bite. So the other, and that one actually does swing at you, Lucan, but it like totally okay. horribly misses, like hits against your shield. So that was their turn. So hold. What do you want to do? Anything? You still got one standing. I'm at a loss, but I'll, I can stick things in the standing ones. Yeah, twenty-four. Yeah, it's to the headless. Yeah, it gets back down. <laughs> okay, drops again. Is there a chair? Is there a chair? Yes. Yeah, there really isn't. No table. Pretty open, pretty pretty open space. You're just like it really opens up the space. So at this point, <laughs> like you, so you're recognizing because this is a cantrip that you can use with Ticker Flame, right? Yeah. yeah. So you're probably recognizing at this point that, that like radiant is going to keep them down. Yeah. And so if you were just step on them and hold them, and like let Zan kind of smash them with with Sacred Flame, that seems to drop them. Right. Huh. Got all in this room. It's there's really not a lot here. Oddly sparse space so far, right? You keep running into these chambers where there's like literally nothing there, just dust. And you've got these bodies here. They're definitely. Pyrian citizens, very clear when you look at them. Like, these were people that were recently turned into some sort of spawn of this vampire, if that's what we're assuming it is. And you've got three doors in the room. There's, so, effectively, there's four doors total. The one you walked into, plus one on each wall. Hey, Mark, I want to pour a tiny bit of holy water on the skin of one of these. Does it do anything? Just a little bit? Yeah, yeah it actually tiny, s- tiny bit. Just sizzles a little It does? Okay. Yeah. You see <laughs> that? Interesting. Vampires are real, sure. <laughs> I, I, I think he was talking about the how effective the holy water is. Oh uh, yes. No. Do I, you have any holy I, water? I, I, the doors wooden by chance. Like the door to the main keep was the door when you first came up to it is most of these doors are actually stone. But there's two wooden doors. So or, far, yeah. So I'll go to the wooden door that we just opened and already detrapped, and uh, I break it so I can make some stakes out of it. Okay. <laughs> I don't have any uh, holy water on me, but I can make some. It just take time. I'll be sitting in there sharpening have, a stake. You know, a little. Hey, you keep some for for bless the spell. Bless spell. Yeah. I will use my last divine sense. There is definitely a source beneath you, like on a different floor. It might be two levels down from where you are. All right, I am I'm just approximating, but you, you can feel where it is, but you don't know really what's between okay. you. You know, I, I'm sensing undead below us, guys. So it's approximately twenty to forty feet below us. If you're thinking it's two levels, yeah, it seems like a pretty deep. I don't know if there's stairs here or what. Well, what's behind door number one? Do we want to let anyone know that we're here, that we're going through this place in case something happens? Well, we gotta just. We gotta get through this. All right. Well, Merc just announced our presence by yeah. I know. Smashing doors. <laughs> That's why I was asking. <laughs> we, we haven't been very quiet. We don't have time though. Well, I mean, I'm not waiting be... for them. I'm just saying, letting them know, and we can keep going. It's fine. Do you want to send them? Yeah, I could do send. ascending. Okay. If you want me to, but if I'm you gonna, I'm gonna look at a few of these gashes on my arm and be like, yeah, yeah. somebody. Uh, let me help. Let me help. How much damage you got? Eighteen. Eighteen. You are fully healed, buddy. Ah. Um, it's. It is unnerving because you literally had same marks in your arm. They go away, though. Zane, are you okay? Yeah, I didn't get touched. Relap, you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Hey, Merc, I go to put my hand on your back. (laughs) (laughs) Just very slowly. (laughs) I'm good. Save it for somebody that needs it. All right. Are you feeling all right? We don't know how these vampire fights work. 
Well, I don't feel like biting you, if that's your question. Thank you. <laughs> Lucan's going to heal himself 12. If you do get that urge, please let me know. Well, will do. <laughs> oh, you'll know. Oh, you'll know. <laughs> you'll be dead. All right, keep going. Is there anything unusual in the room? Real no, it's, uh, well, it's, what's I, unusual is it's empty. empty. Clean. empty. <laughs> yeah. Right. How many sex did I make out of the door in this time? Beat down the door with your sword. <laughs> yeah, basically. Just like knock off some I shit mean, and then like use my knife to make some rudimentary steaks. <laughs> like, I'm not... How long are we standing around while you make not steaks? Long. Not long. We don't yeah. have a lot of time. I'm thinking let's, like let's, one or two. Let's say you end up with... I'm going to say you end up with six. Wow. Wow, wow. that's generous. Way more than that <laughs> well, you know, and they're, they're rough, but they're like these, you know, yeah, we'll say... So I hand one to everybody to keep to myself. Okay, so he's keeping two. Everybody else gets one. Awesome. All right, let's keep going. Alright, we look for stairs. Right, are you going to the... Remember, you got three doors, right? Front of you? Sides. Which way was the side door to the building? Like, this is where we're facing. Is it going to be to uh, our left? It would be or? to your left, from okay. where you are. Yep. Yeah, I think the left door is probably yeah. one. Let's give it a look. Do we want to go out and walk? go to the side door? So no, that work. like it was leading down? I think this would be less likely to be locked and trapped than yeah, okay. the exterior door. Okay. I don't know. They seem kind of crazy. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Hulk. I'll check the door out. Okay. Investigation, that will be a 10. Okay. Seems fine. Right. Is it locked? <laughs> I was going to be Mark's like, favorite locked. thing to say of that. <laughs> it, it's yeah, seems fine. Okay. Uh, I'll try to unlock. Okay. Those are the rules we're familiar with. Uh, with, with tools. Uh, that's 21 still. Didn't mm. you mean, guys? Opens up. Yep, it oh was locked. You unlo- unlock it, it doesn't seem to be trapped. All right. All right. Walk through and have the sword shine some light. Right. Stepping into a room that actually does have some furniture in it. It is maybe kind of a study. There's some bookshelves and a, a desk. Look at all this good, excellent steak material. Is any of it one? <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, the, the desk and the chair. Wooden books in the glow <laughs> bookshelves. <laughs> Wooden books. Wooden lantern, but we don't like <laughs> that. Would That'd be a torch, buddy. Wooden tea, <laughs> wooden tea set, wooden lantern. What is this wooden lantern? That's a torch. All right, there's uh, one door. So you step into it, you, you're walking west, and there's one door to the north when you walk in. So there's one other door from that. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll go. We'll keep on walking. Relapse. We'll check it I'm out. I'm sure we'll check this out when we have time. Yeah. There might be some goodies in here for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, this is a famous mathematician or genius. Might have something of interest in here. Uh, Lucian's guidance. Lucian's guidance. Wrong order. So investigation. <laughs> and then, okay. Investigation. I mean, I partially do want them to just screw this up. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be a 28. That's what Lucian's guidance <laughs> means. It used to screw them up all the time. <laughs> Sorry, we'll check. That'll be a 28. Yeah. There's no, there's no, no trap. Trap. Alright, so unlock. It's just guidance. God's guidance. It's 30. <laughs> you just, you don't even touch it, you just pat your hand over it. <laughs> Clicks Lucana, open. Lucana's like hand do a fist like bump without looking a, at each other. You pull out a card <laughs> and hold it over the sensor and it just turns green. Yeah. <laughs> How do you do so, that? Still good. You know, you no sort of one-handedly dimensions. unlocks this thing and open it up. And this room is, it looks as though it's a little bit of storage. There seem to be a couple of crates and a couple of different sort of freestanding shelves. Don't eat the beef jerky. And beyond one of the shelves, there's a figure standing there. Mm-hmm. Those of you you can see in the darkness can see it's we a have, huge figure, like a, like an ogre size. Got my lit sword and everything. Yeah, and the torch. It's still a shadow. Sort of lifts 
sticks its head over to the side, and it's this giant sort of gray figure, and it says in common, are you here for the monster? Yes. Yeah, we are. What's your name? It smiles, and its smile overtakes its face. And everybody is suddenly struck with this image of a pit goblin. It seems like a pit goblin, but it's huge and sort of hulked out. Like being the pit goblin. (laughs) (laughs) Thankfully not that one. Yeah, no, not that one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The good ones from the comics. Yes. In cartoon. The monster has overtaken this place. You must leave. We can help you and get rid of the monster. Where is the monster? It has taken my master. To Cogram? Yes. I need Cogram. Where is he? He's somewhere in this place, but I don't know. How do you get down? Where's the cellar? And he, he, like, he sort of shakes a little bit, and he's frightened, and he says, I can show you the direction, but this is not the time. He's active at night. I can feel the sun is not out. It is not out. I can create sunlight. We can find him tonight. Kind of steps out and you really get a good look at him. He's just this beast. This giant beast. And this sort of oddly like pit goblin look to him and he sort of stands and almost like this monkey thing where he just like his his top side is too heavy for his for his legs almost. How tall is he? Probably nine to ten feet. Wow. Just this big hulking thing. He kind of hulks over, in fact, as he's talking to you. Uh, Zan will part the group and kind of come forward through them. And she'll hold out the lucite rod that she's used to give to Merc all the time. And she'll light it in front of him. He kind of squints and sort of backs away. It's all right. She'll kind of hold her hand out and try to guide him closer to it. We can make our own sunlight. Can you help us free your master? We need Cogram. We need us to help him strike down some things. See, he will not abide by this darkness that's come here into this manor. If you help us, and if it's just simply pointing the way, we would appreciate it. He says, I'm afraid he won't stay. The monster will get away. If we come back during the day tomorrow, he won't be able to get away? thinks long and hard about it. says, I, 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 don't, I don't know. He doesn't like the light. Just like I don't like the light. <laughs> he might hurt your master more if we wait. He's about this tall. Silver hair and dark eyes. Yes. What well, one eye is different. I it saw that before. It wasn't before, okay. Do you think he's gonna be out and about in the next few hours? Or is he done traveling for the night? I think he's going to sleep, but I think he probably knows you're here. I heard you. I heard you coming. How long has he been here, the monster? Maybe a week. Alright, so do we camp right outside this building right outside that door he'll just fight us outside in the courtyard while it's still dark he might he might kill Cogburn would your dome protect us from him Relot? maybe I have a spell now that creates daylight I can cast it once as do I I have two actually one that will do natural sunlight on an object and one that will bring the sunlight directly onto him as an attack I don't see a reason to hesitate I agree. Where is the cellar? Again, he starts, sort of stops and thinks long. Come with me. 
He starts to move. It's very odd for all of you because he does. The more you look at this guy, this is Pickoblin, yeah, who has somehow been to, this thing alive, changed in into yeah. something else, right? Like he's yeah. been somehow enlarged, <clears throat> and like it's not just that he's bigger, but he's just bald. Okay, I want to right? see if it's an illusion. Hmm. Rolled seventeen. Yeah, it doesn't. He's there. I mean, like there literally, you can smell him. Is there any stitches or anything? Like he's been cobbled together? No, just seems kind of hulked out. So he leads you through, and there are a few spots. You go through a couple places that look maybe labs, a couple of more storage places. This place is very strange because you have this giant keep. You would expect some sort of bedrooms here. And, you know, like for those of you that have been in a, well, all of you have been in a place like this. So at the very least, Monsorum Keep was a place that you'd spent time, briefly at least, and you saw all kinds of things that would be like a living space. And other than that study you went through, for the most part, it it is storage and labs. Kind of makes sense for what we know of the guy. And leads you down into this space, and he gets to a spot. There's a stairs going down. And he gets to a spot on the stairs. He says, I, I can't go any further. I, 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 no problem. I, he's, he's, he's going to be this direction, but I'm afraid that he won't stay. He's going to get away from you. How? How's he going to get away from us? He'll, he'll just turn into mist. He'll, he'll turn into mm. air and disappear. How would, would the daylight stop that? I don't know. He says that he's not in the daylight. You Is can't this? get the daylight here. All right. So we risk... Waiting and coming after him when the dawn comes, or we go now. I don't see how the daylight stops the mist. He just mists into the building. Maybe it doesn't have the powers during the daytime. I saw him in daylight, and he was able to confound people. Well, it was cloudy out. Does it matter if it's not direct? I don't... I don't know. I don't understand. I am saying I just don't see if we're going to say that the daylight's going to stop him. Clearly didn't stop him when it was overcast. If we go down there, he turns into mists and flees, we save Cogburn. We can get the man before he dies, or before he gets killed. Or does the man turn into the mist? What? The I vampire th- will turn into the mist, but we can we can save Cogram and get him out of here, get him into a place of protection, and then we can come after him afterwards if we have to. Or See, I'm thinking Cogram is the vampire, so we're no. thinking... What I know is when I described him, nobody said that that was Cogram. No. Nobody seems to know who this guy is. And our friend here is saying that his master was taken by the vampire, and I'm assuming his master is Cogram. We have no reason to believe that the vampire and Cogram are the same. Either way, we have to retreat or go forward. Which are we doing? We're going forward. Alright. What about this? If we are going to wait, what if we wait right here, blocking this hallway, and if something does show up, cast the light spell? I don't know. Either way, even in the morning, I guess he's not going to be in the daylight in the basement, so... Right. How we stop him? Like, we're going to have to rely on these light spells to stop him, whether it's the night or the day. Yeah, unless for some reason he does just during the daytime actually not have powers. I don't know. Just always We saw place. him during... The day. Yeah. And yes, it was overcast, but it, he was still able to function. Old Relap, what do you two think? I'm with Merc. I think we need to just go down there and confirm. Relap? Yeah, we can go on ahead. Let's do this. I'm totally fine with going. Yeah, I mean. I was just trying to think if there was a logic way of waiting. I think with what we know, I don't see any reason to wait. It's just giving him more time to set up if Could we be. He already knows we're here. It's all stuff we don't know either, so yeah, I'm right. just guessing. All right. If he turns into mist, everybody breathe in at once. 
<laughs> if he's in all our lungs, he can't coerce. Oh, this is bad idea. <laughs> Good idea. We're going to have some really strange dreams for a while. Oh, smoke rings. i got to have my vape. <laughs> It's supposed to be non-toxic. We're going to continue down the stairway. Mm -hmm. It's the order in which we are walking. I'll go first. Unless Hog has a desire to lead the way. Nope. We need to block this stairway with light. So, I would cast that daylight spell. As soon as we see him, I'd like to cast the daylight spell on somebody that's going to be hanging out in the back, maybe. Right by the steps. So, Relop or Xan or you two. I have the daylight, so I can do it for myself. You if have you want. Well. If you okay. want to put daylight, you can cast it on your shield and then always have daylight going. And it lasts yeah, I don't know if he gets around me. Sure. I, I'll, I'll have it available back behind. You can pick a stone in, yeah. in the stairwell. Yeah, sure. In the arcway? Mm-hmm. Keystone on the arc, maybe? Yeah. Yeah, I'll yeah. do that. Okay, yeah. well, actually, I mean, if you want to cast it, that'd be great, because then I could Sure, I will all do it. If the room is huge, I'll cast it myself as well. So you want it at this staircase so that he can't get by it? Correct. Okay. We're assuming he's at least two floors down because right. the way you were talking about how far down he was. Right. Yeah, yeah. We got we so, got to make sure we actually see well, him. You're first. probably at least a floor down just from following the monster. But yeah. We have to see the situation, assess it very quickly, and then cast the spells. Okay. Which, if there's only one exit, cast it at the a stone on that. So maybe initiative will make a difference. Yeah, it might make a difference. Yeah. If I roll uh, so don't you have advantage on initiative because of that silly sword? He does. Yeah, I could cast it first if I happen to go. I, How sure. did I beat you last time? Anyway. You rolled a nat 20, didn't you? Oh, yeah. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah, that's it. I quaff a potion. Giant fingernail and all. <laughs> Gross. So we get to the bottom of this stairwell. There actually is another door that locked in front of you. It, it is a wooden door. And Merc has pulled out a potion that is mostly clear. It's got a little something floating in it, and he's ready to take it. No, I just take it. <laughs> uh, Mark, Lucan has his prayer beads out, because I think I'm going to use one of the less quartz. All right. So you're going to use one of the as soon spells as, in there. Okay. Like it, It's a bonus action, so I figured he has it in his shield hand, mm-hmm. holding the prayer beads while he's going to fight, and it could just pop it. All right, fair. Yeah, right. A bonus I'm going to just check the door for traps, just okay. in case... Yep. Well, Investigation. Lucian's guidance. <laughs> Throw it the D4 at that. Ten. Nice. He didn't even say anything. How did you blow the roll? I know. I know. He was like, I'll just let him be this Seem, time. Yeah. Seems, seems good. Head, Go ahead. It is locked. Eventually. All right. Jeez. Go to try to unlock it. I'm assuming you guidance on that. Before. Sure. Uh, yeah. Lucian's guidance. 24. Yep. Opens right up. I'm going to cast Mirror Image as soon as we go in. Okay. Casting mirror image over here with the mage, and Merc is taking a potion that's going to up his strength. I have a question for you. If I cast Bless from this, Bless is three targets, and then anything higher than a first level spell slot is additional targets. This mm-hmm. doesn't say anything about a spell slot. So, so you're just, just doing three. it at first level, yeah. Yep. yep. So who are your three targets? Um, well, if we do see something, it's going to be um, me, Merc, and Hold. So you're kind of waiting until we step Absol- into the room? I'll absolutely wait until we see things to... Okay. Yeah. And it's a bonus action. Because it's so only a minute you long. You don't really use your bonus actions anyway for yeah, other things, so just let me know. Wait, oh, I do for my defense, I think. As soon as your turn... That's usually That's reaction. reaction. Yeah. So that's different oh. from bonus, yeah. So okay. you probably can just go like, okay, my it's my turn, bonus action. Right? Alright. Alright, everybody, so you're going to step into this room. Go ahead and roll initiative. There we go. Zet. Alright, guys, you ready for some legendary actions to mess oh, our day up? Alright. 
So, baby. Step into this room, and it is definitely a catacombs. This is something that's been here maybe for a while. This keep must have been around probably before Fire's Heart. You step into this room, and you're like, wait a minute, this seems old. You know, there's skeletons and little alcoves along the walls. And in the middle of the room, in sort of boss fashion, is this silver-haired figure. He's wearing a cloak. He's got really peasant's clothing on. And as you step in, he says something in lingual. And so for those of you that understand lingual, he basically says, welcome to the end. Is this a dead end room? Yeah. You're stepping into the bottom level of this keep. Do we see Kagram anywhere? No, not offhand. Largely, you're not what you're looking for. You know what I mean? You've never seen this guy. You don't see anybody else necessarily other than these different burial spots. Uh, There's a couple of little caskets here and there and stuff like that. But otherwise, it's just this guy standing there. And he's standing there like, bring it. Yep. Lucan, you're going first. Lucan is going to cast Daylight on the keystone of the exit. All right. Swords are going to light up. Obviously, he puts his shield up, starts marching forward, and he's going to use one of his prayer beads. Okay. First time, bless, and he's going to bless Merc, myself, and Hold. Okay. So, so light just bursts. As soon as he says that, light just bursts out, and everybody's sort of surprised because it actually comes from Lucan. He yells Mm -hmm. out in something uh, Lucite-ish. And you got anything specific? You want to give us a yell? May Lucian's light shine through the darkness. Just light beams through. And as soon as that happens to the figure that's standing there, it's like you can see every vein in his skin. And it just lights him up, and suddenly he doesn't look natural anymore. Mark, it's your turn. I would like to move forward 30 feet. Am I engaging said possible vampire? 30 feet you would be, yes. And then I would like to take a swing. Mark goes charge again. 17. 17 hits? 15. And attack number two. Be 17 again. And then that's 16 points of damage. So these slices come through and it definitely comes in, hits it. And like the weird thing about it is he doesn't really respond very much. You know, like it's definitely slicing into him. But it's not like he's like, ow. Like he just kind of stands there and takes it as he stares you down. I would like to axe and search. 19. Yeah, sure. 20 points of damage. Okay. 23 to head. And then 16 points of damage. All right. So you see Merc come in and he just, wham, boom, 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 boom. And this thing definitely getting sliced through, but it just doesn't react in a way that's normal. Everybody's sort of like, as this thing gets sliced at. And Hulk, Merc's up there. It's your turn. Yep, I'm going to go alongside with Merc, take uh, my first swing, AC 15. That misses. And then my offhand also misses. So it's a 16 or a 17. Hole comes in, kind of swings at it, and it kind of moves. And, you know, when it moves, it kind of has does this blurs for just a little second. It's, its movement is a little bit... Okay, so... Oh, my gosh. It didn't matter anyway. <laughs> Blew it. <laughs> Here's my chance. Oh, Nice, one. one. Totally rolled a one. All right, okay. so what's happening? The vampire goes to grab Merc. As Merc's slicing back and forth... Goes to grab at him, and he and Merc just kind of like looks at him and sort of sidesteps and kind of calls it like he sees what's happening. And as it comes in, it's like mouth open, ready to sort of bite into his neck. And he sidesteps it, and it is Relop's turn. I'm gonna call you Neil. <laughs> 
I'm going to go ahead and place a fireball behind him. Okay. Yeah, nothing behind him. The fourth level. All right. Cool. Deck save. Ooh, we got it. 27 points. Like Nicholas Cage running around screaming, I'm a vampire. I'm a vampire. Right. <laughs> so, fireball explodes behind him, kind of burns through the backside of him. You see that a lot of his clothes just sort of melt off of him and definitely does some damage to him. This one, actually, you do get a little bit of a reaction from him. Definitely some damage. You do ruin his jacket. Yes. He sort of suddenly blinks out almost. He doesn't really, but like he moves so quickly. And suddenly, he is actually... Standing over Relop. No. And it's Zan's turn. So is Relop like away from the frontline fighters? Is he away from. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I assume yeah. you and Relop are right by each other. Yeah, so probably back by the door a little bit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so it'd be pretty close to you, I'm sure. Yes, I'm sure that's true. Does he look like that light's bugging him, though? Like, is he like squinting or anything like that? Like, Oh, yeah. Of... As soon as I came to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For sure. Okay, for sure. Okay. He doesn't like that, for sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Zan is going to call down the spirit Valkyries to surround her. So she's going to cast Spirit Guardians. That's so she is surrounded by a bunch of flying Valkyrie, Lucite, warrior priestesses with angel wings sure. <laughs> sailing all around her. And she is going to go charging in towards him to surround Relop with that energy and kind of protect him okay. by that. So this guy needs to make a wisdom saving throw of 17. 3d8 radiant halved if he saves. Uh, so it's going to be 18 down to 9 if he's safe. And then we'll also do that if he stays in it when it's start of his turn. Alright, so... And she's just kind of sliding in next to the mirror image relapse all around him and making sure he's surrounded by it. Great. You're like poofing them all. <laughs> no, no. No, no, no. Did look like it hurt him. So yeah, as these things can run through, it definitely like jostles him yeah. as they come flying through. Back to Lucan. Alright, Lucan's going to turn around and uh, charge forward. And just get about a huge yell and take a swing. I will use my last divine smite. If you hit. 23. Hits. I banish you, you fiend, and it takes the swing. 27 points of damage. Wow, nice. Uh, And then he'll take a second swing. Fight me, you fool. 16. Does that hit? Yes. 16 hits? Alright. 11 points of damage. Trying to get them to not attack you guys. That'd be preferable. Sure. Taunt him a little. I too turn around and I charge forward and like the last couple of feet I kind of jump, bringing the sword and an overhead chop down. Twenty six and then twenty points of damage. Nice. So it almost like splits him open for a second, and you see this sort of like shrinks it back together a little bit, and then another attack. Twenty one to hit, seventeen points of damage. Okay, again comes in. So this thing just—it seems to like take all this damage where like it shouldn't be standing anymore, and suddenly it just sort of like. Like pulls itself well, almost back together. So again, this swing comes in, cuts through it. It's all like chest sort of opens up and then acts almost like it closes up again as it comes through, and it's all concerned. Uh Seeing that he's down to relop, I will also run back towards the rest of the group to see if I can pierce him. Okay. AC sixteen. It's twenty-five points of damage. Offhand, AC twenty-two. It's. For another three points and a con save DC 15. I'll rush that. Or I would also. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Eventually he'll fail once. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Start bleeding out. 
gets to his turn and you can see him like willing himself, get himself back together. So all these slices coming through and then suddenly like... Is he starting the turn in my thing? Yep. So okay, so wisdom again. 17 again. Okay. And he's going to take some radiant. I'll take 12. Okay. Uh, and if he passes it, it's... So half. six. Okay. Yep. So he's taking a little radiant. Yep. Alright, so as again it hits him, it might, which might be good, right? That exactly. radiant. That's why she good. was applying it based on what she learned upstairs. Alright, so it is going to turn specifically to Merc and going to try to do protection. Okay. Um, he is going to try to grapple Merc. So again, sort of <laughs> goes to pull him in. Go ahead and roll your. Yep. 19. So again, he tries to like pull you in, and it, you, you see again, like this is twice. He's trying to do this thing where he's pulling, he's gonna pull you in, he's gonna bite your neck. Yes. And everything sort of seems to be working against this thing. Is it like again, it sort of stops him and shake him free. Relap, it's your turn. Yeah, this isn't gonna work. I'm gonna give it a shot though. I'm gonna cast okay. slow. Wisdom saving throw. All right, he passes. Dan, it's your turn. So I've got him in the energy field, but he, is he engaged with me, or am I free to move around still a little bit and keep him in it? Yeah, he'd, be, he'd still be engaged with you. At this okay. Point. Yeah. All right, yep. that's fine. Keep him in that energy field, and she's going to turn, and she will cast Guardian of Faith. So this is another that big Valkyrie that she mm-hmm. dropped that one time. She's throwing yep. that at the doorway. Okay. Because that's just eight hours, no concentration. Oh, so sure. she's... She's putting like, a door. If he tries to get through this. Yeah, so she throws that out and she basically yells like, Lucian, hold the line! And then throw it down and nice. it's right there in front of the doorway. Nice. So he's got to make a deck save to go through it or it's going to do radiant damage to him and swing down on him. Okay. So if he tries to escape, he's hitting a radiant gotcha. wall. Alright, cool. So and then she will stay engaged with him because that's a full action. End of that turn, he does actually shoot Zip. out. And he steps out of that. Sure. Of that thing. So basically, he suddenly moves himself away, like so it's in the darkness. Gotcha. Right? Like, I mean, not really dark, because <laughs> but like he gets as far away from the whole light and the entrance as okay. he can. Suddenly, he's on the other side of the room. So outside of 10 feet of it, because it gets to make a swing at 10 feet. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. And Lucan, it is your turn. Lucan's going to start marching towards the vampire, but I want to get my holy water out and mm-hmm. chuck it at him. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So maybe a dex no check kind of thing. If you dex yeah, check. Just a range dex check. Roll a 13. So kind of misses him a little bit. but Yeah. Okay. And then I want him to yell, come back and fight, you coward. He's really trying to get him to fight him. Sure. Yeah. Mercs, sure. How far away is this guy? You could move your 30 and get to him. Let's do the uh, 30, and this time I'm going to come in with a little spinny action at the end. Cliff Lucan. That'd be great. Just kidding. Catches the bottle of the holy water. So 26, and then 17. And then second attack, 18. And then uh, that does 19 points of damage. So it comes in and slices through, hits this thing. And you can see, you know, when it went across the room, it was definitely like on the run, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So he comes in, slices through, slices again, and then <laughs> turns into mist. And then starts moving its way. Moves through the light. The keystone. It does? Yep. Does it move through the thing making attack? Or the guardian? Yeah, it doesn't seem to affect it at that okay. point. Okay. Mm. Yep. It can't even make an attack out. Mm. Okay. And so... The daylight. You have daylight. You said I you could do. bring daylight. Yep. 
So she's going to run. Uh, how far? How fast is it moving? Is it quick or is it just kind of a slow? It's pretty quick. Yeah. Okay. Gonna... She's going to go running into the hallway. She's going to grab her pendant, uh, the pendant that she had crafted into the star sapphire mm-hmm. one, and she's going to cast dawn. Okay. And that is a forty foot radius that is sunlight directly onto the okay. onto the mist. All right. Nice. Counts as sunlight. So he needs okay. to make Constitution saving throw. Okay. He's going to take four d ten radiant. That is sunlight, and it will save half. Well, you got that legendary action. <laughs> no, he doesn't. And <laughs> suddenly all of his legendaries go away. So I've got 19, so it would okay. have to 9 points nine. of sun, actual sunlight. Right. And it's going to be this giant 40-foot column that's going to call down <laughs> through everything. It, 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 it's sunlight. We look yeah, legitimate, it is, right? It is legitimately okay. sunlight. It says counts as sunlight yes. in parentheses. It's a dawn. It's in Xanathar's Guide. All right. So. It's just going to hold it and just And the light him. comes out and... Basically, everything is sort of like you see this mist sort of floating through as this bursts out. It's almost like you you have to close your eyes. Yeah, like the, you know, you're screaming. Like, <laughs> you know, it's like almost you're throwing it blind. And as you as you hold your hands out in front of you, you like hope to Lucian that it worked. Yeah. And you hear this like tink 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 tink, tink. and you sort of open your eyes and you look down, and the eyeball is laying in front of you. <laughs> oh, baby. Well. At least we got that, I guess. <laughs> nice. <laughs> she just kind of like drops to the ground, and her eyes are still kind of lit up slightly. And then uh, Lucan runs up and grabs a pouch or something and scoops that thing up. Yeah. <laughs> like and trying not to touch it. Uh-huh. You mean? Hands it over to Rila. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that vampire saw it coming. <laughs> <laughs> Is that thing dead? Did we just? I don't Evaporated? know. You're the one that has to. Yeah. You have to confirm that. Yeah, you're, you're the one with the the knowledge of I'm dead. I guess. Yeah, I, I can't confirm. My mind is shot. So Zan's kind of kneeling in front of this giant Valkyrie light thing in front of her that she cast basically <laughs> through to to hit it, and she's just kind of kneeling there and just breathing heavily. Lucan says, "Great work, Zan." Okay. <laughs> really great work, everybody. Is everyone all right? Yeah, I, I am. Are you guys okay? I feel pretty good. Yeah? Good thing you brought some daylight waffles, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, t- I, told, yeah. I told him that I could bring it. I can't believe that worked. I think we need to find... Cogren? Where is... Yeah, Cogren and... Has anybody seen him? She's going to kind of stand up and start looking around the room. He said there was caskets in the room. I'm going to go search those caskets. Hopefully he's not dead. Lucan's going to kind of guard the hallway and keep looking down. I'm like, he's just a little worried that... That thing might pop back. Yeah. A a giant light Valkyrie standing in front of it as well. Mm -hmm. That should give you a little bit of pause. How long is that Valkyrie there? Mm -hmm. How long is that Valkyrie? Eight hours. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's basically my alarm spell. And by alarm, it just swings a massive sword down on something (laughs) that comes within ten feet of it. Nice. Yeah. Rustan says, Merc, I I think he scared you so much, he made you more nimble tonight. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe he was just very obvious in his movements. That could be. You're pretty good at tactics and strategy. I'll give you that. You pull one of the lids off of one of the, the sarcophagi, and within it there is a tired, underfed man in sort of outdated clothing. He, he looks like he's from an earlier time, and he puts his hands over his head. He looks up at you. You see him realize that he's maybe not what he what he thinks he's going to see. You're not what he thinks he's going to see. Put my hand on the edge of the sarcophagi or whatever he's in and kind of lean on it a little bit and go, 
Are you, uh, Kagram Dishran? Yes. Would you like out of there, or do you want to stay in there all night? <laughs> Your bedside manner needs a little uh, bit of work. <laughs> it's a it's out a of menu. there, please. We'll stop on out. We got right to chase the vampire off for you. Thank you for listening to this episode of D4 on the Floor. Please check out our D4 on the Floor website at d4onthefloor.com. That's the letter D, the number four, onthefloor.com for more great gaming content. Well, I'm about as stealthy as a dump truck through a natrogasolin plant, whatever that means. How? <laughs> May Lucian's light light the light the room. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. May Lucian's light light the white. May Lucian's light shine in the dark. Strike you down. Shine. Shine through the dark. Shine through the darkness. All right. Try that again.